0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 461. We relaunched the site, everyone. Yay! Woohoo! Yay! The site is up. I hope you're enjoying the new site over at rpgamer.com. Oh, we went through some stuff with that. Um, but it's up now. <laughs> And it's is very secure. Site,
1: <laughs> is there a site launch that is ever smooth? No.
0: <laughs> the day, two days after we launched it, yeah, Google links don't work to the site because it's trying to link you to htps HTTPS version of the site. I didn't put up an HTTPS version of the site. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> Why is it doing that? Well, because the old one worked over HTTPS and Google auto-indexed it as HTTPS because that's what Google does. They want everyone to be secure. Like, oh no, I don't want to do this now. So we did it. <laughs> so the site's working better now. Um, and it's secure for whatever that matters. Just just to put more load on my web server. And it hasn't melted yet. So I'm looking forward to E3 when I've got to like double the server power or something.
2: Mmm.
0: Yeah. So, I how are you liking the new site? People liking the new site. How about you, people as staff members? How do you like the new site, Josh?
3: Uh, you know, I posted a review this week, and I, and I spent like ten minutes wondering, like, why why there wasn't you know twenty three steps and six different pages to edit to yeah. to to post a review. Do you want Do you want you... there to be more steps? No. No. Oh, Okay. Because we could do that. <laughs>
0: We could just add checkboxes. Add, add to some check. steps. Yeah. yeah, add a bunch of checkboxes. Yeah, that could work. Please wait for approval. Approval's <laughs> been submitted. Go ahead and check this box. Um, All right, Alex, you're, you've, you've been using it a lot. Is it working for you? I hope so. I you helped build it.
4: I'll instruct I to tell what to build. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if it ain't working well, for I'll you, that's CSS. a problem. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, you don't use the site. No, you I, I site. do.
1: I, I, I appreciate the screenshot galleries now because ah. that that frustrated me on the old site. It's like, oh, click a screenshot. Oh, I can't just page through these. But the lovely... old site was
0: really good for people who wanted to leech images. So, like, you know, they're gonna be mad about the new site. <laughs>
1: why all you got to do is right click and do view image link does that, actually or does that work? not
0: work it probably does, does it... oh after you bring it up you have to do a couple yeah. of clicks first and then you can do that but that's so inconvenient kelly come on i could just have a script grab the whole page before real
1: easy come on
0: yeah <laughs> um we're actually very happy that it makes it harder to, to steal the images just because yeah
1: i can i can imagine that that would be a bandwidth
0: that you got work. it that was the that
1: was the <laughs> concern yep
0: uh and then uh Jonathan, what about you? Do you use the site at all this week?
1: We have a new
5: site?
0: Yeah, all right. That's what I figured. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it looks nice. I like the the layout and I haven't done an article uh in a little bit, but I remember or I'm hoping this will be so much easier cuz the that's other what way is not
0: <laughs> people like wait, that's it. Yes, that's it. You're done. Like what? What? <laughs> cuz Josh was not the only one I've heard that feedback from <laughs>
3: yeah uh, uh, and people people who don't work on the site don't realize Like, you could spend 20 or 30 minutes to get a review up with mm-hmm. all the different steps that you had to do or as me I did a, I, wrote,
5: I didn't do news or anything I just wrote articles infrequently enough that I'd have to try to remember how to do it every time again and pull up all the guides mm-hmm. yeah, how does this work again
0: <laughs> no it's like just paste a bunch of stuff and hit go
1: Oh, right. Uh, and even also, if you... go ahead. Sorry. Also, very, very mobile friendly. Oh, good.
0: I'm glad to hear that. So, of course, one of the things I have to do is make the podcast functionality actually work. Um, which this episode today is part of that, because it will inspire me to actually do that in order to be able to post this episode. <laughs> because right now, I have no way of posting the episode until i fix the podcast functionality so that'll be fun <laughs> um, I for a couple of days their feeds weren't working from the old site so i had to fix that and fortunately most people were using feed burner which protected them so you may not have noticed it but uh yeah if there were a couple of days in there that you were trying to fi- find old shows and it didn't work that's why sorry it's part of the issues of transitioning transitioning when i don't have a big staff that's paid and stuff so
1: but we're through it. A... Do, we... yeah, Do we have an RSS feed now for the news too? For the news?
0: Let's see. If I click news, and where does Chrome hide this stuff nowadays? Oh, I should figure out what that's about. Um... Oh, I have figure out what that's about. I've got insecure scripts going on from somewhere. It's probably an ad. Shoot. Uh, More bugs to figure out. Um, Let's see. There should be a feed button. Feed, feed, feed. I don't know, Kelly.
4: I don't know. If you add feed to a URL and it downloads one. Say what? If you add feed to the URL. Oh, just
0: just type feed at the end. Oh, look at that. A feed. There you go. So, yes, yes, Kelly, there is a feed. (laughs) Um, This thing down here, this performance optimized by double three total cash we have to fix that because that breaks feeds on some things but other than that yeah we have feeds now for news we had feeds for the whole site overall before but now now just for new- so anna we can decide what we want to deliver it to post because we have custom feeds Ooh, we'll have to figure that out so um yeah so there you go feeds just for that does anyone use rss feeds anymore
1: Yeah, I have a feed thing on my phone to check news from like Kotaku and MMO Champion and uh, Blizzard Watch and all of that.
0: Oh, that's right. Chrome removed its feed functionality, so that's why I'm not seeing any buttons up here. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so if you have a feed thing, it can probably just figure it out because feed things have I think are smart enough to know how to do this with WordPress because sites so just built on WordPress in case you're wondering. Um, but uh, yeah, if you just append a feed, it sounds like you could get a feed and maybe we'll expose that in a better way in the future.
2: Um,
1: yeah. yeah. I think it auto updated on my phone. I'm just, I'm not sure if it's the app that I use. It's just not showing anything as new. I don't know. I might have read it. Yeah, it's probably
0: still picking up the old feed or looking for the old feed when that that address doesn't work anymore. Okay. Um, That's not one of the ones I brought over to the new site to make. I brought the podcast feeds over to the new site, but the old index feed, I'm not bringing over because we want people to use the new feeds generated by WordPress. So, yeah. Oh, everything is awesome. All right. So... That is it for new site stuff. Let's talk, Josh. I need to know from something
3: from you. Yes. Josh, what is are, it? Are
0: you playing Dad Kuza?
3: Yes, I'm playing Dad Kuza.
0: Are you Dad Kuza?
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Kiryu is How's back as comp- Dad Kuza.
0: All right. How's Dad Kuza Six? Oh
3: man, it's so awesome. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. It's really good. Like, I reading the reviews, which feel like they came out a lifetime ago because they released whatever it was two or three weeks before the game i've practically forgotten about them but yeah most reviews talked about all the stuff that isn't in yakuza 6 because yakuza 6 um this is the this is in a new engine it's the first time they've done an engine where they finally dropped support for the ps3 and you can tell that this is actually built from the ground up for well now current gen platforms because it looks so much better than all of the older games used to. Yeah, uh, like Yakuza 0. Yakuza 0 looked okay, but uh, especially after playing Yakuza 6, you can you can really tell that the, the PS3 was really holding that engine back. Everything in this game is fluid. There's no longer, well, I was about to say there's no loading screens. There's still loading screens, but once you're in Kamurochuro or um, the other small town that you visit, Onomichi, like there's no loading screens. Every time you go into a building, it's all seamless. You just walk you know Kiryu just opens the door and you walk right in. Um, all of the battle screens are seamless. like it you know how you used to have in uh, the Yakuza games where you would bump into a thug, yeah and it would start a uh, start an encounter. Yeah. And, you know the the, the camera would pan back and you know it it's covering up those loading screens, the loading it was doing behind the uh, behind the scenes which I always thought that was a pretty good way that they covered that up in Yakuza. Yeah, they did it in kind of a cinematic way to kind of make you feel like, ooh, ooh, I'm getting ready for the battle. Well, in this one, it just transitions immediately, which kind of, the first time, it kind of took me off guard because I kind of bumped into some thugs and they just started beating the crap out of me. <laughs> you know, I was like kind of sitting there ready to not do anything for a second, but it started right up. I'm like, oh, crap, I got I, I to gotta pay attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> but, you know, like they've done such a good job of making everything fluid, everything seamless. Um, like I was fighting uh, the other night right in front of uh, right in front of the Smile Burger in Camaroto, and it has these floor-to-ceiling windows in it. So I'm fighting these thugs right outside of it, and it's one of the finishing moves. Um, <clears throat> for one of the finishing moves, I slammed this thug right through the glass, right into the. Uh, the store, and I got banged up a little bit in the battle. So I uh, went into the store to, you know, buy a smile burger to, uh, you know, to refill my health. And when it, when I did that, like the 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 clerk behind the desk is all freaked out and he won't serve me <laughs> because I bashed up his store in the middle of my uh, fight with the thugs. That's fair. I wouldn't serve you either. Yeah, but you could tell he was like cringing away, like like please don't hit me, but please leave. <laughs> All the little stuff like that is great um the the downside to it is that it has um it's not as big as the earlier games were really like Kamaroturo, yeah camera itself is smaller you know the um, god the area on the very north end of town kind of the love hotel area is just blocked off you can't go there like that top avenue you can't get to the hmm. underground um Oh, crap. The underground shopping area on the south end of town is also blocked off. You just can't go there at all. Hmm. And then they've, they've cut out a bunch of several of the minigames that have been series staples. Like, you can't do bowling or billiards anymore. Um, what else did
0: they cut? I've been feeling Something like else. the, the mini games change in each game anyway.
3: They do, but usually they're just... Um, usually they're just... Usually they're just adding more as they're going along in each kind of like set of games in in a new engine. So this time is you know since they're going to a totally new engine, they're really taking a big step back in the the uh, in the number of mini games that they're offering. All right, but but they do they have added new stuff. Some of which I, even though I'm like I'm in like the eleventh of twelve chapters, they're still introducing like new. New things to do. Like last night, I just got into the bar conversations. Like uh, h- half of the game is um, well, the game. I-, I haven't even talked about what you do in the game. The the game you uh... <laughs> <laughs> been talking about all the ephemeral stuff. I haven't talked about the story at all. Um, uh, your your basically adoptive daughter has had it. He- Kiryu just gets out of prison. His adoptive daughter has basically had a son, and she was involved in a hit and run accident. And now, Kiryu is trying to find um her her his whatever adoptive grandson's father. And that kind of takes him to, as well as going to Kamarotro, It takes him to this small town in the near Hiroshima in the Hiroshima prefecture. So you've got the big city, and then you have this small town as well that you kind of uh, wander around. And I mean, it it re- they really go for the small town part because, um time in yakuza games doesn't really um it's not a Work fluid like thing real It's every time. yeah no it's not real time you know it's every time you hit a story event it will swap between daytime and nighttime uh-huh. but there are things that are tied between daytime and nighttime some things are only available during daytime some things only available in nighttime and you go to this small town and every you see all the buildings close at like four 30 in the afternoon. So you get to nighttime and there's like nothing to do. Everything's shut up. <laughs> but so in this small town, you've got these bars. I just got to this last night. You've got uh, bars where you can go and you hang out at the bar and you drink with people. And the better you get to know with know them, you kind of unlock these weird, long winding conversations where you solve people's problems. Like last night, it was a guy who, uh, Whose daughter is dating? You know, some sixteen has a sixteen-year-old daughter who's dating a guy, and you have to kind of help him solve his problems through conversation, where you have to pick the right choice as you're going along. Like, oh, I don't weird oh additions to it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's also like you you run a baseball team now.
4: Yeah, you join a baseball team Excellent. and get to
3: get to get to recruit more players to it and play baseball games. That's fun. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird it's kind of like the um um uh, the road to the show almost where I don't, I don't know if you've ever played the mlb games where you no, where I you haven't. have your own in those games you have where you play as a career and you play your one player like rather than doing the entire game you just play like your characters at bats and this is kind of the same thing in this like you only get to you're you're not playing the entire baseball game. It just pops up at like key moments in the game. It's like okay, hit you know hit
4: a home run. <laughs> yeah, you only so get it, like three at bats in a game, something like that. Yeah. yeah, So Makes it moves place. along
3: quite quickly. But like, they they still have the um, there's still the hostess clubs. You still date hostesses, although they've. Uh, there's only one hostess club now in the game, but there's like five different hostesses today. And you know, like otherwise, like it's really, they, they, Oh, that's the other thing they've cut back on here. I'm remembering stuff. Sorry. Um, they cut in Yakuza zero and Kiwami. They added in all the different, uh, fighting styles. I think they had four different ones in mm-hmm. zero. I know they did in Kiwami. I can't remember now if they had three or four in zero, they had three and um, zero. Yeah. yeah I think I was thinking it was three. Um, but like this one has cut it back to just the single fighting style. And then you've got this, um, RPG system for like pulling up as they do in most of the games where you can add new moves to it as you get more and more experience. But like, I really haven't missed the different fighting styles. Like it's still been really fun and fluid. Um, most of those games anyway, I tended to pick whatever the main one was the brawler. I think it was was kind of the main one that yeah. Curio used, and it, this one feels like that. It it It's still a lot of fun to beat up thugs, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man, what else is there to say How's
0: about leveling it? I up work
3: in this one as far as unlocking new moves and heat and all that. They've split it, it. They have split the experience into like five different categories, so it's like power. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but it's like power and charisma and technical skill and you know like different things and then you can unlock individual different you can add to your like there are different skills under different categories and they'll take like a hundred you'll need to unlock to to improve your ability to talk to people in bars you'll need like 300 charisma and 100 technical skill from like the different categories so, And then the uh, the side quest and other things that you do kind of give you different amounts of experience in the different categories, depending on the type of uh, side quest that it is. So if you're beating up thugs, you get like strength um, uh, experience. And if you're talking to someone, you know, you get charisma experience. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm trying well, to think. Do you if have to anything. spend that to unlock
0: heat and stuff like that? Or do you get all your finisher moves by default?
3: Yeah. 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 Same thing. Like there, there are both uh, skills that you can use that like improve your career, you know, improve your ability to do those side things. But there are also things, yeah, just like the extra heat moves to increase your health, to increase your attack power, that kind of stuff. It all, it all comes from those, those five different, uh, the, the five different categories. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have. I, I, I'm missing out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was the main stuff. Like, it's, it's, a, it's been a lot of fun. It's doesn't seem to be quite as long as the earlier games. Like, I'm almost done with it. I'm, like, 30 hours in, and I'm, like I said, almost That's at the okay. end of the game. Isn't that normal? Uh, it, a li- It's shorter than the recent ones have been. Like, zero was more closer to, like, 50 or 60.
2: Hmm.
3: Zero and five were.
0: Well, how many hours have Keep- you played Puyo Puyo? Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: only about an hour or so. Only an hour. Okay. <laughs> I, I've been more hooked on darts. Darts. Okay. I've been, been playing a lot of darts. The the darts mini game is good. <laughs> but that's about it. Yakuza six is really good. Everyone should get it. There you go. I th- I think it kind of got buried by God of War, but you know what are you going to do? Well, I mean, two dad <laughs> games. Yeah, two dad games on the same I don't think
0: anyone's playing God of War on the podcast, so...
1: You've got the run. Huh? No desire. No desire, alright. Though the memes have been cracking me up.
5: Eventually I'll play.
1: I'm particularly enthralled by the goofy memes.
0: (laughs) I have not been seeing these, but I have had my head buried in... Dad of Dad? Okay, Dad of Dad? Alright. Anna, are you ready to Yeah? Alright. Let me unmute you there. Um So you've been you've been what have you been you haven't just been playing one game since the last show, have you? You've gone through like three games, right Anna?
6: Um
0: I'm just looking at your sheet here. It says Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes. And it shouts at you when you start it up, doesn't it? Not really.
6: Not in the same way as Fire Emblem Heroes!
0: That's too bad. That's my favorite. It's
6: it's a little more... Fire Emblem Heroes!
0: Like everybody in the office knows you're playing on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Fire
3: Emblem. I don't Um... know my phone got that.
6: (laughs) Especially embarrassing if you do that while you're in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Not that you've never done that. Oh,
0: no, not at all. No.
6: Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, so um, hang on. I got to pull up the spreadsheet to confirm that really is the... Yeah, so I've been playing WoW, which no one wants to hear about. Right. Because um, it's all like I'm 110 on two different characters and I'm leveling a moose. Neither of which of those things are particularly interesting.
0: <laughs> Except the leveling a moose, but we'll let it go for now.
6: Okay. I'm leveling a moose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I decided, so I finished, um, Collar Cross Malice and I was, I was like, I don't have another visual novel that I really want to play. Um, I really want to play Steins Gate or an action game. Um, so Josh has loaned me Steins Gate and I haven't started it because I was like, all right, I have Fire I have, uh, Steins Gate coming. I need to find a short action game that I can play until Steinsgate gets here. Steinsgate was delivered to my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> We've had issues with the postman.
6: Yeah. So, um I decided to start Fire Memorials. And how long to beat rates it as a 10 to 12 hour game. How
0: many hours are you in, Anna? Uh,
6: about 50.
0: About 50. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I blew through that game in a week, like the main story mode. But I guess the meat and potatoes is going through it like several times on progressively more difficult. Difficulties? Oh, have You've been and... spending your time,
6: Anna. <laughs> I haven't finished the main story because I got sucked into history mode. <laughs> She's <Okay>. only
0: <laughs> been playing history mode for the most part. That's
6: not true. So I'm on chapter 20 and there is 21 chapters. All right. So I am on 20 out of 21 chapters. So it's like I finished chapter 20, I finished end game, and then I'm done the game. Done the main story. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I I was like, hmm, well I guess I'll try History Mode. I hated History Mode in Hyrule Warriors. So I probably won't play very much of it. And that was forty five hours ago. <laughs> So I really like the way that they've structured history mode Like in this you, game. You
0: played, like, a map of history mode. And you're like, all right, time to buy all the DLC. Yep. And <laughs> now I'm doing all history mode yep. all the time. Yep. And are you out of history mode now? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you're just getting tired of it now.
6: I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a little tired of the still, game. But
0: still, 50 hours, pretty good. Yeah.
6: I mean, I think I have three maps that I haven't touched at all, and that's it. Mm. So I, I'm... The other dilemma that I have is one of the best characters is Azuna. Oh, really?
1: Right. Because I was using Tiki most of the game. Just Tiki's of how your OP. waifu, Anna.
0: How come you're not using Tiki?
6: I do use Tiki situationally. Situationally? Yeah.
0: The situation is always Tiki. Um, you need to get that straight. It's always tiki time.
6: Well, and the dilemma that I have now is I've unlocked a whole bunch of Grim pier weapons. um, No one knows what that is, Anna. Which I'm about to explain. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which do huge amounts of damage if you are the same gender as the thing you're fighting. Oh. 90% of the things that you fight are male.
0: So neither Isu- Asuna or Tiki are good for you then.
6: Right. So it's like, oh, do I transition? And out of the two twins, I predominantly use the girl Why character. Why can't you
0: just be a dragon all the time?
6: Right? Because I also use female Corin. Yeah. So I have all of these female characters that I predominantly used. And all of a sudden, I have all you these different rim- weapons. Grimpyre weapons. Stop using like... those. <sighs> Shoot. Didn't you get
0: DLC weapons or amoeba weapons? Yeah. So aren't any of those good?
6: Use those. They're fine. They're fine. They get random enchantments on them.
0: You, you were showing me. You were running around like, here, I'm going to do this thing. Oh, he's dead. Like, you would just do special moves and yeah, one-shot so... bosses.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Takumi, Takumi. That's what that was. <laughs> Takumi
0: plus Pegasus equal...
6: <laughs> Takumi plus anything mounted. Uh... So, yeah, I love it. If there's anything flying on a map, I just bring Takumi and I play him and I plow through the map. Also, if there's anything, uh, if there's a monster on the map, and I'm starting to see a lot more of those. Azuna has a blessed lance, which Uh. is like strong against monsters. And I also loaded it up with uh, a couple of other things. So it's like, uh, what are lances weak against? Swords?
0: I I think so.
6: I think that's the triangle. I put. So- Nobody knows
0: the triangle anymore. Yeah. Sword versus axe versus um, lance, right? Yeah. So- nah.
6: I put whatever. I think lance is were- weak to axes. Say what? Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. I put I put whatever um, lances were weak against. I put like axe breaker onto her lance, so she's no longer weak to those.
2: Oh.
0: Does that mean she's no longer weak to them, or does that mean she does do good damage? to She does. Sorry, them? she does
6: good damage yeah, to them. Yeah, that's more. So like she's it. still weak to them. So like, I can't get yeah. hit because that. I'm hurts. sad you're
0: not using what's her face, Lissa, the little girl with the big ass? I do. Okay.
6: Um, I tend to put her into the NPC slots. Ooh, Ooh Anna. What ha- What about somersaulting horse guy? I also put him into the NPC slot. So a lot of maps. Aka <laughs> <laughs> Xander. No, Frederick. No? Frederick is doing it?
0: Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. Zender Frederick, had their summer salty Frederick
6: moves. summer assaults, too. Okay. He also does this, this like, woo-woo circle thing that's uh-huh. hilarious. A woo-woo
0: circle thing. All right. Yeah,
6: woo-woo circle thing. All right. Um, <laughs> Kelly, have you played this game? She's played Yes, it. I Yeah, have. you know what I'm talking about with the woo-woo circle thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Thank right you.
0: Now? Is that what that is? Huh? That is, he drags his axe on the ground and spins around? or
6: He doesn't drag the axe on the ground, okay, but he does sort of then. circle around.
0: All right. This must be a different guy.
6: Okay. So I was using Camilla for a while, but there are so many maps that just have random archers
2: mm-hmm.
6: that I, she sort of fell out of use very quickly. Uh,
1: oh, the all of the Pegasus units suck because of that.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, what are you doing? Get away from the archers. You know that you're going to die in archers. Why are you going to the archers? Yeah. And the, AI, I I, go
6: kill the, the archers. AI is not very smart about avoiding archers either. That would
0: make that would make no. me frustrated if I were playing on classic mode.
6: Yeah. Uh, so I play easy casual because I am an easy casual girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that didn't come out right.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> let's. Mm.
1: <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey,
6: phrasing. Um, <laughs> all right. So, because I don't feel like losing my characters permanently, I don't mm. feel like spending a bunch of money resing them at the temple either. So yeah, um, I I really like the game. I'm playing a crap ton of it. I have a hundred percent cleared the the like the very first map. So I did even all the like little purple swirlies that show up afterwards. I also. So- Broke down and made a a dragon killer weapon. It's on Chrom.
0: Broke
3: down?
6: So, in theory, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to gather up a whole ton of materials and unlock the potential of some of the character's weapons, which changes them from E rank to S rank. Yeah. Um. I'm having trouble gathering the right materials for the right people. Oh, okay. So I just grinded until I found a weapon that had Draco Slayer on it, and then I slapped it onto something Chrom was using. Called it good. Called it good.
3: Fair enough.
1: Yeah, I was getting annoyed at the grinding at the, at the in that game, which is why I kind of walked away from it.
6: Yeah, it's like I will I will finish that game, but I will probably not finish that game. I will be done with it, but I will probably not complete everything that the game has to offer.
1: So I I need to know if if I like this game, do you think I'm going to like Hyrule Warriors?
6: <sighs> I don't know. I didn't. You I liked played played the main played story. Fi- Hyrule yeah, Warriors. so I played all of the main story. Yeah.
0: So and you like the, pl- the main story just fine, and yes. that's and that's all Kelly played of this game.
6: Did you Was play history mode?
0: She she told us that she didn't really play much history mode. She oh, liked main story.
6: Okay, if yeah. you are predominantly interested in the main story, yes, you will like Hyrule Warriors.
1: Okay, if as you legal?
6: Were... Hey, hey, hey. if you are like me and are like I played so much of the history mode and it was fantastic, I would not recommend Hyrule Warriors because the history mode is structured super differently and well, I did not. What enjoy about it. the Switch
0: version of Hy- Hyrule Warriors? Maybe it's... they changed it. No. Oh, okay. You've been following that, haven't you? Yeah. Are you going to play it?
6: No. No,
0: not going to get it, huh?
6: The story is the same. Okay.
0: I was thinking about getting it. But
6: okay. Well, if you want to, go ahead. You didn't play it, so I know. it's a brand new game for you. And
0: I was, and then I was like, oh, I'll play the 3DS version of my new 3DS, and I never mm-hmm. got around to that. And now it's like, oh, now the Definitive Edition is out. Oh, maybe I'll finally play Hyrule. And let's be honest,
1: we know I'm not going to do it.
6: Get it on. Get it on sale for on on Black Friday.
1: Okay. I mean, it's going to depend on what's what else is out at that time and whether or not I have the money to get it. But I'm really curious about Hyrule Warriors, and it makes me glad that I kind of waited to dive in because they're releasing this um, Ultimate Edition. Does that have all the DLC? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anna,
0: sale um, on a Nintendo game? It's coming
6: out in two weeks. What do
0: you talk about sale on a Nintendo Are
6: game? Are you going to be playing Strange Journey? Who? Kelly.
0: Oh, Kelly. Are you going to be playing oh, yeah. Strange Journey?
6: So, yeah. yeah. So you're busy. So you might you're be. You're otherwise
0: young. occupied. <laughs> What's that on? Is that on Switch or is that on 3DS? No, uh, that's a 3DS. DS. So it's in... An...
1: Wasn't the old one on DS? It was a DS yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a very late release DS game.
6: Yes. So I missed it completely the first time, which is why I'm looking forward to playing it now. So I, I will probably end up playing Warriors until Strange Journey comes out, which will probably be my stopping point. And then I will have to juggle Strange Journey and Steins Gate on Vita.
2: That's
0: fair.
1: Uh, the original Strange Journey was my favorite SMT game. So... I cannot wait for the updated remake. Cool.
0: Oh, let's see here. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, let's see. Who do I want to hear from? Jonathan.
5: What's going on?
0: I have questions so, for you.
5: All right, shoot away.
0: You've been playing mech games. Oh yeah. A lot of mech games. Or at least a couple mech games a lot. Or maybe a lot one of mech, one game mech game a lot. And then another mech game for some reason. I don't know. You've been playing Battletech. And I haven't had a chance to try this out yet. Um, even though I have it. Um, tell me. Is it awesome? Is it terrible? Is Was it worth the wait?
5: I love it. And I've put over 50 hours into it already. 50 so. hours! Yeah. 50- 55. I have 58 in my Steam. But I think I left it running for a little bit. So I'd say more around lower 50s.
0: What in the world do you do in this game?
5: Uh blow blow the mix up. Okay. So
0: so what what style of game is this? Is this like a tactical RPG or is it real time? What is it? It's
5: ta- it's turn-based tactical. I don't totally like to make the comparison, but it's pretty apt is it's going to be similar to those who uh, to XCOM for most people. Oh. So You have, it's turn-based, you have a lance of mechs, which is four mechs, and you're a mercenary squad, and uh, you basically, you have a ship, and you have your um, stable, or I don't want to call it stable, but a uh, collection of mechs, and you can acquire more of them. By either getting scrapping several blown up pieces together or buying them, which buying them is pretty expensive. All my mechs have come from uh,
3: scrapping getting together. in
5: from enemies. Yep. yep. And if you don't like totally destroy a mech, it, three pieces put a mech together. If you don't totally destroy the mech when you fight it, you like maybe knock the pilot out, then you'll get three pieces of the mech uh, during the. Um, is there a way to control to that when you sandwich. attack them? Yes, it's uh, you can do called shots. Oh, cool! uh, Which has certain percentages. Sometimes you have to just get lucky, so you blow up some ammunition and hurts the pilot. You knock the guy over, it hurts the pilot. And pilots have a default three times they can get injured before they get knocked out. Some of them have more when you level up your mech war, uh, your mech pilots. So. Yeah, think there there is a storyline. So there's story missions, and in between story missions, you can do these random generated uh, mercenary type missions. So they're like, okay, uh, fly to this planet and um, assassinate this pirate leader that's been bothering us. And then you'll go and you'll fight the pirate leader. Usually he has a, a better, uh, a bigger, better mech, and then he'll throw call in some reinforcements a lot of times. So it follows a lot of the battle tech rules where I'm somewhat familiar with them. I used to play it as a kid. Uh, for those who aren't as familiar with it, it may seem a little strange uh, or different. There's somewhat of a learning curve at the beginning for sure. Uh, Cause there's a learning curve of what does what in the battlefield and then actually doing your mech loadout. So your mech, various different mechs are come in different sizes and shapes and you They're um, classified in tonnage, so I think up to 35 tons, or 30, is a light mech, and then between that and 55 tons is a medium mech, 60 to 70 or 75 is a heavy, and then uh, from there up to 100 is an assault mech. So the bigger ton max usually can hold you know more armor because it's that this is how much the chassis can hold, so it can hold that much weight, so they can hold more armor, more weaponry, usually at the expense of being slower. Um, so to in in this BattleTech, uh, you only have four mechs, So in normal tabletop, you could sometimes have maybe multiple lances, and to me, having multiple lances would encourage having light mechs more as spotters and and recon and 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 they can you know they're gonna be less of a they're gonna be harder to hit and less of a threat Mm -hmm. so a lot of times they can run behind other mechs and shoot them in the back where there's less armor and be useful that way but you only have four mechs so on these longer drawn out battles uh you only, you can't heal or anything, so you want the more armor for. The, so for the most part, bigger is better in this. Um, that would be one of my only complaints that light mechs aren't that useful uh, during the mid game, okay, and on. Um, so and then that's so there's also a way the there's a mechanic for elusiveness. So if you Move the faster or the more you move in a turn, you get these little pips that makes you hard to hit. And so, uh, like I think he does max five, and every time someone targets and shoots at you, you lose one of those pips. And so what tends to happen with the enemy is if you're fighting eight to ten vehicles slash mechs, the AI tends to focus fire. So, yeah, you have a slight mech. He's hard to hit for the first few guys, but after the fifth or sixth guy targets him, they're, they're blowing him up. So they usually don't survive. And then if your mech blows up, there's a really good chance your pilot's gonna die. So you may have had him your your entire game, and then he dies. He's just he could just be he's just dead. So uh, there's also different parts of the mech. So there's you, there's the leg. Each leg counts as the armor and and structure. Uh, the the two arms, both left and right torsos, the center torso, and the head. The pilot resides in the head. So if you blow up the head, that's also another way to uh, kill the pilot. And each spot has its own armor and its own uh, structure. And if you blow up that, if you go through the armor and blow up and start hitting the structure, you can blow up components inside of it. So you may lose your your weapon or heat sink or a jump jet, which jump jets make you you fly up in the air, kind of like a little rocket pack sort of. And if you blow up that that part, well, that part will fall off the mech, and now whatever that was in those sections of the mech no longer works. So I could have my right torso and right arm blow up, and then I've lost my two medium lasers and my uh, my long-range missiles. So now you only have, like, half a mech. He still fights, um, but he only gets to use the weapons in those other parts of his upper torso that weren't uh, blown up. So Battletech also has a heat system. So it's a... Uh, there's... Three main types of weapons. You have your ballistic weapons, you have your energy weapons, and you have uh, missile weapons. And uh, so there's ammo. Uh, so you have constraints in building your mech. You have things there ballistic and missile weapons require ammo, and ammo can blow up easily and blow up components inside the mech if they're hit. So that's a drawback. Um, you have the heat. Uh, so energy weapons produce the most heat. So that's their drawback, but they don't have any ammo. And they're usually lighter, so they take up less tonnage in the mech. And then there's also slots in your armor. So you have so many slots that you can uh, stick items in different parts of the the mech's body. And then there's a thing called hard points. So certain mech chassis say they have three missile hard points and two... uh, uh energy weapon hard points and no ballistic carpet well you can't put any ballistic weapons on that mech because it's not equipped for it so some mechs will you know will have already kind of pre-defined roles or strengths and weaknesses just because of the amount of hard points and their innate speed and that kind of thing um, now there are some variants of mechs some mechs say this version of the Shadowhawk will have these, the, these hard points and this other version of the Shadowhawk you can find has these different sets of hard points so there's a lot of customization uh, that you can do with the mechs and then a lot of min-maxing with okay well I'm going to put all these lasers on him but he's going to run kind of hot so now i got to put all these heat sinks on it because uh, if you overheat your mech will take damage or if you really overheat it can shut down in the middle of battle so you don't want to overheat too much, yep. That would not be good. So, <laughs> no, and your enemies will do it sometimes. It's really funny,
6: <laughs> not often, but. And then you can just wail on them.
5: Yep. Or the the big thing you do is also this thing called stability damage. So missiles do a lot of stability damage. So you can unload on a mech, and uh, it'll start getting unsteady, and it'll start swaying. And then if you get the st- their stability bar max, you'll knock them over. So fall over, and then the pilot will get hurt. And then when they're when they're on the ground, you can do your called shots for free. So when they're standing, you have to use a skill that takes up some of your morale. Uh, and it's kind of, I guess it's like your in-battle um, point system, sort of. You can spin that to do a called shot uh, and to shoot a certain spot, part of the mech to disable. Say, oh, man, they have this nasty uh, auto cannon 20 on his right arm that does a whole lot of damage. Uh, and he doesn't have a lot on his left side, so he keeps showing his left side to you. So you, you know you, he's protecting his auto cannon. So you could try to cold shot his right arm off to blow up that really annoying or really damaging weapon, and then make him much less of a threat. So there's that kind of strategy. But if you knock him over, you can then focus on where you want to hit the max. So you want to blow up this torso and that torso, because if you blow up the torso, it also takes the arm with it. And, or you could just go straight for the the center core. If you blow up the center core, the mech's done. So you could do it that way. But if you do that, better not be a mech you want because you're probably not getting any salvage from that mech because uh, you just blew it up. Yeah. So there's there's some there's a lot of decisions to be made. Um, the the story, the graphics um, in game, they're all right. They're not amazing. So there's some people who are like, oh wow, this isn't you know the the best graphics ever. I like the animations. The mechs look cool. It's you know, it it looks good, but it's not it's not that that kind of game. Uh, I really like the music. The music is well, very well done, uh, very nice scores. Um, the story has been pretty good. Uh, I like some of the characters. Uh, the I like some of the voice acting. Uh, some of it uh, the mechs say funny little things in battle. Sorry, the mech warriors, not the mechs. Uh, the pilots will say stuff, and then the uh, the enemies you'll have some conversations with during certain. Uh, story sequence events so uh, trying to think what else there is multiplayer I haven't done it yet but I've been wa- i watched some videos or some twitch streams of some multiplayer action and you kind of you have constraint you can set up what constraints you're going to build your your lance with so you say okay it's going to be under 15 million and then each mech has certain uh, value so you can build a group of four up to this predetermined value that you queue in for and then, uh, and then you fight, you know, you against another guy. You could also skirmish shifts against the computer too, if you wanna, you know. It's a good way to try out different mech uh, loadouts and all that. But I've been focusing on the the single player at the moment. I'll probably have to dig into the multiplayer here fairly soon. Um, now I've heard I've, I've been following along pretty closely with uh, hairbrain schemes and and they before this launch was like you know if, if this is successful we have all these plans and they you know, so this little in success thing they've been talking about and supposedly it's uh, it's it's I think it's still past their expectations so they're they're very they're very excited and I think they've uh, they've already promised a bunch of uh, support after the game as far as free content and. Uh, paid content. So uh I expect this is going to be kind of like how they do a Shadow and Returns with a few games. I think we'll see a lot of support in the next few years for BattleTech because it's uh a lot of people are liking lacking it and giving it a lot of attention. Uh it's not perfect there's some things uh I would change uh, the the light mech things one. I I would kind of like to make light mechs a little more useful.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So I would like cuz I would maybe one thing would be not to get rid of the evasion counters if they're shot at. So they, they're always, if they move fast in a turn, they've moved fast in the turn. Um, and so they're harder to hit. Uh, I would also like, I don't think like this will happen, but having more than one lance at a time to control, but they've kind of squashed that. Um, I think some of the weapons need a little rebalancing. I think some of the the bigger energy weapons aren't that good, but they've already talked about rebalancing that. Um Oh, i also forgot to mention. uh, You can do uh, there's melee attacks, so you can set up some mechs to be very um, very melee uh, oriented. So you can add some mechs will just basically run up and punch each other. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Or you can also do a death from above, which jump off a cliff onto them or something. Not, well, I mean, you could do off a cliff, but if a mech has jump jets, he oh, can right. do it anywhere. Yeah, really. I guess you have rocket so jumps. So he yeah. jumps up in the air, and he slams down on top of him. And your mech will take a little damage to his leg armor. So I have actually blown off my own <laughs> mech's legs.
0: Whoops.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can still another.
0: fire from the ground,
5: right? <laughs> well, if you actually if you lose... Okay, there's two ways, three ways your mech can die. Oh. One is your head blows up, so you lose your mech warrior. Two, or you just, your mech warrior gets incapacitated, however that happens. Two, your core blows up. Or three, you lose both of your legs. And so your mech's basically just kind of laying there. He's out of commission once his legs are gone. So um, I've blown up one leg, not both legs, because I guess one leg was already damaged from a a shot and I didn't pay attention. But so there's, but the death from above can do a whole lot of damage. And, uh, so a lot of people, it's kind of like a, almost like a kamikaze thing in a way, but it, uh, it's not, again, you're not going to blow yourself up the first time you do it. So, uh, and then hitting him in the back. So it's pretty satisfying. You run your big, you know, 80 ton mech over to this guy and just give him a big punch or a kick or something in the head and blows up their head and the their guy dies and the mech falls over and you're like, all right, that worked that really well, but that can happen to you too. So I've had it, uh, I had a really funny match once where I was out in the desert, and so all your – actually, so some planets, their biomes will affect you. There's hot desert-like planets that makes you not be able to sink your heat uh, uh, very much. Uh, There's some cold planets that, you know, you blast away because you're going to – you're hardly ever going to overheat because it helps you dissipate your heat. So I had this one hot planet, everyone's overheating or getting close to it, and then, and then I had one Mimex that had both of his arms blown off, so he was just a torso on legs. Um, and, the <laughs> enemy, yeah, and the enemy also had both of his arms blown off, and we're sitting there meleeing each other. and so They're <laughs> just standing head-butting there, they're each like, other, right? <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like smashing their, their shoulders into each other back and forth, and I was just laughing, and they just went back and forth, so I finally blew their guy up. But it was just these two armless necks running around banging into each other. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, and uh, so some the difficulty curve is kind of weird on this. So sometimes it's pretty tough. Sometimes it's well, oh, that was pretty easy. Uh, the assault mech. I think the game tends to get a little easier as you go along, instead of getting a little harder, just because you start getting access to more mechs and more money. Um, the the first is kind of very suspenseful because you're Every month you have these expenses and if you the only really way to lose the game is to run out of money and you you kind of flirt really close with that the first Especially the first few missions you start doing uh, for reasons and uh, your max sound is good and you can get into a fight that's over your head really quick and uh, before you start upgrading your ship, you, when your mechs get really hurt, it takes a long time to repair them. To whereas you, when you upgrade your ship, the repairs start happening a lot faster if you if you get those specific upgrades, and you have less access to a bunch of well-trained pilots and all that. So as you progress, your guys and your ship and your mechs, uh, the game tends to get a little easier. Though they'd also throw some curveballs in your way as you'll have uh, the missions are ranked in skulls one to five or half to five and in half skulls. So you'll go into like a two or three skull and you're like, oh, this isn't going to be too bad. This will be an easy one. And then your, your intel was wrong in which they the, the, this, the developers said that's a design decision to where you can have bad intel and suddenly there's this extra you're fighting a, a little lance of beat up medium X that already come kind of low armor and then they get some reinforcements from their buddies and they're four fully stocked heavy and assault mechs and they're coming Uh-oh. at you from another side yeah run away. so you can it can get you can run away uh oh. so if you if you get in there right away and don't do anything and then run away it's a bad faith uh retreat and a bad faith retreat you'll lose um rep with whatever faction you're uh, doing a mission for, yeah. and you won't get any money, obviously. Now there's a good faith one where if you, hey, you tried, you, you you made some attacks, you're getting your ass kicked, and you left. And so you can get a good faith one where she won't lose your rep, and you'll get maybe a little bit of money, but not your full amount. And obviously no salvage, I don't think. So, But it's also a cost to travel in this. You have to use these jump ships and such and unless you get a mission that pays for it. So going to a mission and expecting that money and then not getting it by retreating is kind of a, kind of rough, especially early on. Later on, I have, like, a, a nice nest egg of cash to where it's not as big of a deal. But so I'm loving it. I, I got my brother playing it, and I kind of walk him through some stuff. The beginning's tough because you don't know all the mechanics. Uh, there is... Uh, a little mini tutorial. Maybe it's not as robust enough for some people to know all these little nuances. And then uh, once you get on a ship, uh, your advisors, you will kind of give you a little uh, text tutorials of how to run your ship and how to upgrade your mechs and repair your mechs and doing all that. So uh, I think that's going to be the biggest hangup for, for newcomers to it is just going to be learning the systems. But what you do, uh, I really like it. It's uh it's kind of. I've always wanted something like this, and Met Commander had something similar, but this really is my cup of tea type of game. So uh, I'm probably going to like it more so than uh, a lot, just because it hits all those all those check boxes for me in these kind of you know, ex X Comish type games that I like. Hmm. Any, any? You have any oh, questions? I have about so
0: it? many questions, but um, I think you kind of. Ad- Addressed it with the uh, with the difficulties uh, comments. I'm kind of wondering, like, are there difficulty levels on this thing or nope. not? No. Okay. So it just is what they it feel.
5: Is. Yeah, they feel doing the different skulls will will change your difficulty. Now, the one thing that's being requested is kind of like long war from the to use, borrow from XCOM, and and they've used this term as well. Type options to where uh, you can make it tougher or maybe even easier in some ways to where uh if right now if you core your mech you can repair it but maybe you click a checkbox to where if your mech gets cored you lose it forever Okay. And it's just a, a get that means seems harder trigger. to me so <laughs> that would seem hard yes <laughs> so some people say the game's too easy okay some people are saying the game too some people are saying the game way too hard <laughs> so you get this you get this huge of course yeah i mean you'll see the forum description forum post reddit post Oh, this game is way too easy. Once you learn this, is this is a cakewalk, and some people I can't get past the second mission. Kind of, you know, So, <laughs> it's it's a really wide wide range of how difficult some people it, are it, thinking it, the game. It, re-
0: it doesn't suit a lot of different play styles. Is
5: what it sounds like. Um, what, uh, well, what do you mean? Like well, what? Different it it play sounds
0: styles? like I bet some people are. Playing the game more aggressively and are having issues, and some people are doing certain conservative things and having fewer issues and stuff like that is what I bet. Um, that
5: is a good thing, yeah, because you can't just run one mech out there just because he's faster and leave yeah. your other mechs behind. He'll get blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. You, the way you're facing is a big deal. So mm-hmm. if your right side's getting hurt, you want to start turning your left side kind of... Because you when you move, mm-hmm. you have a little cone which you can kind of... Turn your mech to where to where which angle he's gonna be facing. yeah So if you keep sticking that right arm out there and it's hurt, they're gonna keep when they shoot at you, the uh, from that angle, the odds of them hitting that right arm are gonna be much much higher, or or you may not even be able to hit the left arm at all. So, uh, one you know, a strategic way to do it is to start showing your left side that's more armored now than your hurt right side, so you won't get your right side blown up. That's not gonna. Foolproof it from getting hit because they can kind of get a different angle on you and move themselves, but it's a it's a it's one consideration. Your oh, and your mech pilots also have skills. So there's gunnery, there's tactics, there's uh, what's it called guts, which is kind of like a a, a tank type thing, and then um, piloting. So piloting, you move faster, you get more evasion, guts, you can do the same called bulwark, which is amazing, to where if you don't move and you just attack during your turn, all incoming damage is halved, and then you have uh, tactics, which you can do better called shots, and and there's a bunch of little perks that they get when they start leveling up in these each of these different four fields, and uh, there's two skills per each path, and the first two skills you unlock in a path are the two skills he has so if you hit gunner first and you hit uh piloting he's going to be a gunner and a pilot uh they, they're just called gunner and then you can choose which of those two you want your second ter- your uh, third skill in so once you choose the first two you you can't get the other two uh section skill and then you can further specialize one of the two with the second tier skill okay so uh, those kind of that that'll change how you, you use your mech as well because if you have a really uh, Good pilot in a very slow mech. Well, he's never gonna get he's really you're really not gonna take advantage of your evasion skills with this guy very much Or if you use if you have bulwark and a little light mech, you don't want to be sitting there not moving in a little 25-ton mech and the guy uh, um, to not take as much damage, because even though you're taking less damage, you you don't have a lot of armor anyway, so you're just going to get beat up. On you want to, you want them to kind of evade stuff. So, using your mech pilots to the right mech is also a, a consideration and something to to. But yeah, running around and just not setting your mechs up with each other and or letting the enemy come to you or getting good angles on them is going to be a, a, a big thing. That's that's for sure. So maybe it's not gonna be as fast paced. Uh, some people do complain that the game kind of is slow and the the animations are slow and they had some technical issues and uh, they're working on those right right now. And yeah. I think the actual the how slow and kind of it goes from mech to mech supposedly is a design decision that people have gone into the JSON file and they can they can. Uh, just
0: edit it and it's it actually, goes faster yeah, yeah.
5: exactly yeah. so those are actually intentional so i think they're going to make a um a the tech next box update or something gonna... that's like fast mode exactly.
0: yeah i mean it, if you're playing a fire emblem you get spoiled and get used to like fast <laughs> movement and skip animations and stuff like that so well, yeah well <laughs> i think
5: the the reason they did it is cuz there's these big slow mechs, so they kind of want it to feel more yeah you're in a big but i mean huge when you're playing thing.
0: a tactical game especially yeah. one where you can screw up and you need to play the map over I'm assuming uh, you can. I don't know. Does this lock you in like Iron Man mode, or can
5: you reload no, a save it's not and Iron try Man. again? People are... You can reload saves. Okay. And, uh...
0: So uh, then they will get very frustrated, like, this is my sixth attempt, and these animations are so slow, and I haven't figured out the right strategy, and blah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and especially when the enemies are going. So uh that that yeah i think you'll be able to it, it, when you first play the game it's kind of nice it's part of the atmosphere yeah i think if i was you know doing a second playthrough some of that is not going to be as big of a deal to me uh let's click the speed up from normal to fast or high and maybe have like a little uh a little bar uh um no, it's not a checkbox, but uh uh, a little meter you can speed it up or slow yeah, it down. Yeah. That w- that would be nice. Yeah. Without having to go and edit text files and stuff, that's a pain for some people. And me, me included, I don't feel like doing that. I want to so.
0: edit a text file that gives me all the skills. Just make me overpowered.
5: <laughs> Chuck. So yes d- to cheat. Talking about more Mech. So yeah. Yeah. What's up with you, this? You went
0: back and played MechWarrior online now?
5: Well, I didn't go back. I actually started it for the first time. Oh Thinking This is right before Battletech came out. I was like, man. And then some of my gaming friends were also playing it and talking about it. So they actually uh, added this a, a new source. old? Or
0: I'm confused. Is it's this...
5: been around for a while. Yeah, okay. it's free It's free to play. Oh, that's right. So it's, yes. it's the free-to-play model. And actually, if you logged in during the second half of April, you got a free mech. And you get enough when you start off that you can probably buy two mechs and have at least two to three mechs to go. And then anything after that, your your money you get in game starts slowing up a bit. Because you get some new new uh, newbie bonuses, I guess is the best way to call them. And so they added Solaris Seven, which in BattleTech world is like a an arena, the oh, okay. arena thing. Yeah. So they it, right now it's always been twelve versus twelve, so it's three lances on each side, and you you queue in and you just go depending on what the objectives are, you just queue in and fight. So. The Solar Seven adds 1v2 or 1v1 or 2v2 uh, arena battles, so it's a new uh, mode to play. And uh, you also got a free mech if you logged in. So I was like, "All right, I'll try it out. Finally, I've." I've I was always interested in it back in the day, but then I was like, ah, free to play, and, uh, and I didn't have any friends playing it. So they're talking about it, and my excitement for BattleTech, and then so I was playing that. It's, it's actually it's really fun. It's gonna be you know if you if you played Mech Warrior games, it's, it's like that, but it's just all online. Um, a lot of customization options, even more so than than in the BattleTech game, and uh, it it played well. and It looked pretty well. Cool. So, uh.
0: You are fully mech.
5: Yeah, and then Mech Warrior 5 is coming out this year. Wait, what? Yeah.
0: How does that work? I thought that the new Mech Warrior stuff would all be this Battletech stuff.
5: No. No, well, they're different. Mech Warrior is like the first person. Oh, goodness. Uh, I... Mech piloting. But it's all fighting. based
0: on the same system, right?
5: Yeah, it's the same world. So oh, the mech... man. BattleTech was first. That's a board game okay. in the '80s, and then they made MechWarrior off that to be the first person where hey, okay, uh, yeah, you're overhead controlling all your mechs. Now let's get inside the mech and fight each other, and, and you're, you're piloting your own mech. All right. So MechWarrior Five's coming out. It's going to be more of a story-driven, just kind of like the old MechWarriors, you know, back in the '90s where that you know a lot of people love. So the, to most gamers, BattleTech is known better for MechWarrior video yeah. game players than, than it is for the Battletech tabletops type stuff. So
2: okay.
5: um, I've seen a lot of reviews where they refer to Battletech being in the, as the MechWarrior game instead of it actually Be- MechWarrior being spawned from Battletech. <laughs> funny. A lot of, of old time Battletech that's guys funny. always have to make comments to about it. So, but yeah, that's, Basically, been my gaming focus the last couple of weeks, and uh, I'm all about you know BattleTech mech stuff right now. So
0: I'm very excited asked. to have heard a a good deep dive on BattleTech because that was a uh, since I backed that, I wanted to see how that was going.
5: Ooh, yep. it's a, it's been a success.
0: All right, Alex, do you have any successful game stories for us?
4: Yeah, it depends what you mean by success. <laughs> Did you play any? Let's start with that. Yes, there it goes, yeah. Yeah, That right. was a success. I did. All right, that. what'd you do? Uh, I think I picked up Tales of Aravorn Cursed Lands because I was trying to think of something I wanted to review. Okay, what's that That's about? It is it's by Winter Wolves, who basically does a bunch of visual novels slash dating sims. So this is... This I is,
0: see this was on Android, apparently. Or it uh, is on Android. Oh, I'm so yes.
4: confused. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so you release for PC and mobile, basically.
0: So when I search for this on YouTube, mostly what I'm seeing is Seasons of the Wolf. So are
4: that, that, more... was, okay. yeah, that was a different game by the same developer. So I think it's, it's Winter Wolves. Yeah, it's a developer. Okay. This is the third game, I think, in there.
0: Oh, I like this. When you start in it up, this, you get in difficulty options. And one of them is just visual novel mode. <laughs> Yes. Do you want no difficulty at all? And just... <laughs> well,
4: yeah, this, this removes the battle system. Oh.
6: <laughs> who needs battles? <laughs> People who want to play
4: oh. a visual novel game? Yeah. I mean, the that, Verve that is, that is primarily visual novel dating sim, so it sort of works in their wheelhouse. There's yeah, not Pretty a lot like, of visual novel games...
0: dating sims where you fight zombies, are there?
4: Or hmm. are there? Maybe there are. <laughs> I w not be surprised here there are quite a few um, okay I guess so how many visual novels there are around (laughs) yeah I mean it's pretty enjoyable I mean a lot of what could be said about the previous two games apply here the battle system it's all turn based it's decent enough there's nothing that really stands out about the combat it's just sort of there as an RPG mode for people who want it and of course you can turn on visual novel mode and ignore it completely if you want, to. But the actual visual novel portion of the game's been good. The writing's strong, which is probably the most important thing about this game. I've been enjoying it. All the character stories are are good. I think they can vary in this game because it's a a one-man developer, but they basically outsource all the art and writing. Okay. To various various efforts, but yeah, this one's so far. It's been pretty strong, nice and enjoyable. There's nothing too spectacular about the main story, which is basically you collecting, collecting a bunch of people and then fighting vampires. Basically, it's the primary story. But you're sort of spending. It's like a fantasy Mass this... Effect. <laughs> Build your team. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then you've got basically yeah. Important story missions that take place every month, but in between the months you're spending time with characters, basically advancing their stories mostly.
6: Okay.
4: Yeah. Sounds I mean, more uh, like Persona.
6: Co- or uh, Cold Steel.
4: Yeah, probably compare it a bit more to Persona just because it is a... A bit more varied in how you're going around. You get to pick who's available. Certain people will be available on certain days, etc. Yeah, and it's got it's got the relationship system as well. So you get responses during the during the discussions, and if you pick the right one, relationship goes up. Pick the wrong one, relationship goes down, etc. Right.
0: And you just made a bunch of these. Jeez. Looks like he's just calling it Curse Lands now. No Tales of Ereborn. I think I see.
4: Well, it's easier to say than Tales of (laughs) Ereborn. It
0: takes place in the same world as their Amazon something or other games.
4: Oh, yeah. Lauren the Amazon Princess, yeah. Yeah. It's, I think, set like.
6: Oh, I know that game.
4: Yeah, it's set like six years before it because Lauren appears in it as a kid.
0: (laughs) Okay, and then you got romances, and male or female, and all that stuff. So.
4: Yeah, Sorry. Point of is all about the romances. And you're fighting um, vampires, um, you um, said.
0: Alright, so vampires. Go kill the vampires. Or maybe go date them. <laughs> I don't uh, know how
4: this game goes. <laughs> uh, I don't think you do that in this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you can ally with them. Oh, of course. Or with with a specific pair of vampires, anyway. While you kill the other vampires. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, all the RPG stuff is fairly standard. It does the job without being especially notable, really. It's all... Oh, well, oh. I see
0: that being too tall? Anna, I found one that they make that you need to play. It's called Love and Order. Um, <laughs> you play in the smallest district of Montreal, the Crown Attorney relies on the legal expertise of its lawyers, backed up by the support of a single hardworking secretary. <laughs> so you're the secretary and you get to go date all the lawyers I guess. <laughs>
2: um...
5: Does it have a play on the Law and Order?
0: Yeah, it's Law and Order, but it's Love and Order.
5: Yeah. The theme song?
0: Oh, I don't know. That would be great. Bum bum. Dun
5: dun. <laughs> dun dun, dun Looks dun, like one dun,
0: of their, their very early ones, so it's a bit rougher looking. But uh, yeah, there you go. No RPG battle system in this one, though. <laughs> all right, you play anything else, Alex? Oh, yeah, or Alex. Yes, you did. Psychedelia. What's that?
6: Oh, that's a it's... visual novel. Just
0: all yeah. visual novels.
4: Yeah, I seem to be in the mood for them at the moment. Cool. Yeah, this one is I think the first of Axis's three games they're releasing this summer.
6: So this, this is, one, this is a, a a two-parter, right? Yeah.
4: So not, yeah. Well, it's it's got a follow-up coming. I'm not sure how split they are as to whether it's a. Complete tail in this, and then a complete tail in the other one, or not? But I've only I've only put in a few hours so far. This one's it's an it's an awesome game. So it's by Automate, I think. Believe this one's Automate.
6: Oh, I definitely need to get it if it's Automate. I'll wait for a PSN sale. The taxes it'll go on sale.
0: Oh, you playing yeah, all the yeah. Automate games, Anna?
6: Yeah. Color cross Malice was them. And oh, so okay. was Nor yeah. 9. And uh, no, wait, Nor 9 wasn't them. um What was the other one that I really liked? Period Cube. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yes, this one is Automate.
6: Yeah. All yeah. the this Automate ha- games that I've played, I've really liked.
4: Yeah. This one seems to I'm have the too. traditional Automate start where the heroine wakes up without any memories. For some reason, having...
6: <laughs> there's another one that I started and didn't finish that was like that. Um, she, she's poisonous. She can't touch anybody.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I can't remember which one it's called, but yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it seems to be a.
6: All the people are like Sherlock Holmes and, and like f- they're famous, like Victorian era dudes. Although they've played a little fast and loose with the fact that they all kind of exist together. One of them is Arsene Lupine.
4: Yeah, Code Realize.
6: Thank you! Yeah,
4: but I think, yeah, in Psychedelia, you've basically been locked up in a giant mansion... Where for some reason there are just monsters going monsters going around it, but they only appear at night. For some reason, and conveniently enough, there are like four other characters locked up there with you who you meet. Who surprisingly enough are all male. Yeah, I've only got a couple of out but there's a few kid characters who are wearing animal masks for some reason. There's a bunch of. Things associated with light and dark butterflies, which, hence hence the uh, full title. But I've not got far enough to figure out what on earth they're actually about. In terms of the route system, it seems to be a bit more like the Zero Escape games. In that rather than you playing through like a route and then going through another route, you actually go through and hop, you can hop between various chapters and event scenes. So it's all one massive root tree rather than those of separate roots. And I think sometimes sometimes you get blocked off in the in the progress but to advance it all you need to do is just watch some extra side events and then it will unlock it for you. So oh, I think this that's makes you Yeah, so I think it just makes you go and see more events rather than charging through everything. Yeah.
2: All
4: right. I need to play more on the pullback. back.
0: Yep. All right, you do that. Uh, I'm going to report on what I've been playing this week, which M- is make RPG work. Mostly right. making the site work. Yeah. <laughs> uh since yes. we've been gone for 2 weeks, uh, I did start I was playing some Divinity Original Sin 2. I did figure out a way to hook that up to the TV. I want to report that it plays well with a controller. Um so I was able to hook the Steam up to the TV and do that for a bit. But then the site stuff kept coming up and uh yeah, I was mostly tied to my computer in the office. So the only game I've been playing is World of Warcraft. So just, uh... I finished all the Suramar stuff. All the Suramar stuff, and I'm very happy about that. Oh, thank goodness. So tired of that crap.
1: <sighs> Nobody I was about. tired of that crap when it was relevant. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Uh playing some other stuff on that but that's all boring uh, the other thing I did on my computer uh, besides Gamer stuff and then taking breaks for World of Warcraft is updating to that new Windows that came out this past week Windows 1803 um, so I've got the new Windows and it wouldn't upgrade my machine would refuse to upgrade I lost an entire night on Thursday just trying to make that upgrade go through and troubleshoot it so I last night I just said screw it I'm nuking it and I reinstalled my PC from scratch and now it's working great and I want to tell you why is this relevant? Cause they added a new feature, um, with video games on your computer. If you're familiar with choosing between full screen mode and full screen, um, a windowed borderless, uh, yeah. is what, how most games call them. You would usually choose windowed borderless. If you like to alt tab out of a game, because going from full screen to alt tab would usually have a few, you know, three to five seconds, especially if your monitor is slow at switching modes, um, uh, between alt-tabbing out of the game and your other Windows showing up and then alt-tabbing back into the game and sometimes it would crash. Windows 1803 changed that. Like, you can have a full-screen game and alt-tab out of it instantaneously. It's insane. Um, Hmm. And the Hmm. reason you care about full-screen versus windowed is technically full-screen can perform a little bit better and have less input lag. Most games, Mm -hmm. this doesn't matter. And if you're not sensitive to this, it's totally irrelevant to you. But if you care about those sorts of things... Um, I just think it's a really cool new thing that's going on with the new Windows. Is like full screen games, alt tab in and out, like are really, it's very different. Um, other than that, it, Windows looks a little different. I don't know all the features. They've renamed Do Not Disturb to Focus Mode, and I don't know what's going on with that. And um, Other than that, I'm sure there's other features that I should care about because Windows, but I don't. Um, oh, right. One thing I did notice, in case you care. There's a little notebook built into Windows now. And, like, right on the start menu, you can, like, um, oh, where did it go? Uh, oh, right. It's in Cortana. So if you click the search box and then you can go down to where it is. Uh, yeah, here it is. A little notebook. And it can add a to-do list and create reminders and have task management and stuff and skills. So I guess they're trying to give it skills like Alexa has. I haven't figured out if there's any place in my life for the Windows version of all the to-do lists and stuff like that because I also have access to the iOS versions of all these things and the Alexa versions of all these things. <laughs> just, there's too many versions of all this garbage and like I can't. I need to pick one and not have three. But um, that's there, so that's a new thing. Um...
1: I was getting annoyed with the cat the other day because while I was playing WoW, he was trying to lay on my keyboard and kept hitting that button. And opening like my email and all kinds of crap. <laughs> nice.
3: Hmm. I wonder if the fixes to full screen mode will make some games. I've I've had a few games that were kind of unstable in full screen mode that you had to play in windowed mode. Yeah. Full screen to kind of keep them from crashing. I wonder if that will improve that. Yeah, I don't know. It could.
0: Or maybe it'll be more unstable because it's different. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see. Um... But my game bar is broken with the new version of Windows. I can't do the I game bar. It was bar. supposed to improve that. Yeah, it's supposed to be better and have more options and more things. And I can't get the game bar to work. It just when I press the buttons to launch the game bar, it tells me, um, uh, and it's doing it different than it did yesterday, of course. Um, but if I was in a game, yeah, it says you need a new app to open this MS Gaming Overlay. Look for the app in the store. There's no app in the store for it. Let me let me <laughs> let me shorten this uh story for you. There is no app in the store for it. It's supposed to be built in the operating system. It's not working. So, um it sounds like I'm not the only person with this problem, but nobody knows how to fix it yet. It's just too new of an issue and not I don't think everybody has it, so I'm one of the lucky people, and I don't feel like reinstalling again just for that. So, I'll be waiting for a patch, I guess, before I can do the gaming bar. <laughs> Uh, because I was looking, I was going to try it out again because I've had it off for a while in the old version. So I want to see, all right, is game mode cool now? And uh, I don't get to find
6: out. The answer is uh, no. What is
0: cool is that focus mode thing um, can can be smart now. So you can like tell apps or just tell it to figure it out on its own where it will say like, hey, if you've got notifications coming in for apps and you're playing a game, I won't show them for you and that might be what you want it might not be what you want but if you are into the idea of not being disturbed by pop-ups during your gaming or other things i think you can choose it to not disturb you during like skype calls or something like that um then that's a thing you can do and that seems cool all right that's my windows review i'm gonna shut i'm gonna shut it down there kelly what you been playing
1: it's been a while hasn't it
0: yeah so you've played a lot
1: right uh, not, not really. I've been playing the same crap that I played the last time I was on.
0: All right, so you played more WoW. Eh.
1: Yeah, but but to, f- to be fair, I was like out of town for a week of that, so I didn't have any access to my PlayStation, which I wanted to play more Nino Cooney. And then for some reason, I just didn't feel like playing Alliance Alive while on the road. Um... But yeah, m- more wow! I've only got my mage and my shadow priest to get to one ten, mm-hmm. and get i get their class mounts, and then I think I'll be officially done with this expansion. Cool. So yeah, um, I've been pop- I've been popping up on the alliance side on my shaman because I'm working on trying to get her class mount, and it's kind of fun actually being in an active guild for once. Yeah.
6: Oh. <laughs> We're
0: fun. <laughs> yes. The. Yeah. What 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 do we call this guild?
6: Cute fuzzy uh, meow. Cute fuzzy, fuzzy meow.
0: meow. Right. Over on Steam Leadle. Yay! All
6: right. Oh. Uh, uh,
0: what are we? It, what... It's. I want to know more. Did you finish Nino Cooney?
1: No. Kuni? no oh. Um I got the airship, and I've been running around doing stuff in the airship. And uh, yeah. it's interesting because I got the airship in Nino Kuni, and I've got the ship in Alliance Alive, where that opens up. And at this point, I've I've realized how similar those two games are, and that you have a lot of recruitment to do. And I've found that Nino Kuni two implements it way better because of the fast travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it it is so nice to be able to just open up that menu, zip to where exactly where you need to go, and do your side quest, and then zip back. Versus Alliance Live, where um, there is a little bit of fast travel, and that you can travel in between the continents, but if you want to get inland, then you've got to walk. And because... You know, Cooney makes it so fast I haven't really wanted to play Alliance Live stuff that much And plus I listened to uh, The podcast where Pascal Was talking about how There's a point of no return And how the difficulty Spikes after that So I've been really paranoid that if I don't put A lot of um, A lot of effort into my characters Then I'm going to hit a brick wall at the end of the game
2: Hmm
0: Yes. All right. I can't comment on that, but that sounds reasonable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Basically, Pascal kind of scared me into, I mean, obviously he finished it because he reviewed the game, but it's just like, oh, I'm, I don't like it when games have a point of no return. It scares me Hmm. to my core. I like being able to go back and do stuff or be able to go back and grind or get, get stuff. But um, yeah, I've been recruiting, running around, recruiting a lot of characters, and that um, I would like to try and finish it before uh, Strange Journey comes out. But if fifteenth rolls around and I'm not done with that game, I might just put it on the back burner and finish it later, because it's one that you could probably go back to easily in anyway. Sure. But um, Nino Ni Kuni too, I, I am still loving the crap out of this game. That's why as soon as I got the airship, one of the first things that I wanted to do was just go around and kill all of the tainted monsters that I could. Um, mainly because a lot of them at this point are inconsequential. My I'm like level 60 right now. And I found a pretty broken Higgledy combination where... Oh,
0: what's that? What's that? What's that? Tell me.
1: They, um... One of them... or I found a bunch of them that copy abilities and ones that summon knights when you use their special. So it'll summon a knight, and then the ones that like to copy will summon, like, another two knights, and it just completely breaks the game.
0: Ooh, we have to try that one, Anna.
1: Yeah. yeah, that
0: sounds
1: fun. I'll have to link to the game most of text most
0: of what like, I used in that game was the uh, the black ones that could do the the gravity attack on things. Yeah,
1: that, thing that was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty broken too. But it, it, there was nothing like going into a tainted monster fight that's ten levels above you, and really all I did was just run around, take pot shots at them, dodge roll out of things, and then awaken higgledies until they were dead. Yeah, did that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it's like I like the combat in that game, but they don't make it very, I don't know, easy to melee certain things.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think there's issues with the combat of that game, and like the way they want you to play it with the dodge rolls and stuff. The, I don't think it's. As well developed of a system as like a, a true action game, like a Monster Hunter, where like you can actually dodge things and and be rewarded for playing well and playing evasively, and here it's just like eh, it, it mostly works, and then you get hit once and you're one shot and you're done, and I'm like okay. But the, the dodge windows aren't long enough to actually make this work. Some of the attack animations are literally too long for you to evade and stuff. And it's, and the tells are instantaneous. So how would you even know it's coming? And ugh.
1: Yeah. So then yeah, I
0: just uh, leveled that... up. There was some way to level up how long your dodge windows last and all that stuff. Oh, that's right. It's in the, the tactic tweaker. So that helps. I ended up doing that so I could dodge out of things better.
1: Yeah, and I, I noticed that Evan, um, you it, when he's out of mana, he can still shoot things with his wand. Yeah, everybody so can,
0: it's, it's just a, it's a slow, it's a little bit slower, and then it's just one, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you can like so really
0: fire him out when you've got mana, but if you have no mm-hmm. mana, it's just
1: like,
2: uh.
1: <laughs> So yeah, he can take pot shots at things pretty easily. Well, you,
0: you can charge up too, right? Yeah, yeah charge shots. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, I, I know about the charge shots. It's just I hate the charge shots because then something winds up for a yep. huge attack, and I don't get out of the way in time, and then next thing I know, I'm dead. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know, I th- I think Chris part of the problem with the
6: anything ba- about that.
1: Yo, no, <laughs> oh, I heard him complaining about it last week. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I th- I think part of the problem is that with a game like the Tales series where if you don't really know the combat you can kinda cheese it by overhealing. And this game's healing is fundamentally busted. Oh. Well, I mean, you don't really have any characters with any devoted healing. Oh, you heal do spells.
0: you do Evan has one that you can equip. Oh um, right. Yeah, but he's there might be one other one. I think like his is it. And it doesn't do a full heal. At least we never got it leveled up to the point where it does a full heal. But it does raise. And it takes forever okay. to cast. <laughs> and it takes a lot of mana so, to cast. So it's not a so great he's... option.
1: Yeah, so he's probably getting hit while he's right. trying to cast it. The
0: lady, the girl, uh, what's her? Um, Bracken. pirate girl? Bracken. Oh, her. She has a healing bot that she can put down on the ground that you can stand in to get healed.
1: Okay. That's
0: your other healing option that I can remember. And then the rest is all healies. And, or yeah, Higgledy's, spamming um, items
1: or uh messed up Lisa Simpson throwing balls into the yep. field.
0: Yep, waiting for Lisa to do it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, I found that my best strategy is not only abusing the Higgledy system, but also um controlling Evan mm-hmm. because most of the characters focus on or most of the mobs focus on Roland because yeah. he's kinda in there doing melee damage and just using Evan to kind of take pot shots. Mm. That's what I've found kind of works best, but I I haven't really gotten to any hard fights yet other than the time that I tried to take on like a level 70 tainted monster and I wasn't doing any damage to it at all. So it's like, okay, I need to kind of get some more levels under my belt before I try to take this one on.
0: I'm wondering if you're supposed to customize your party for different fights more. And it just never got I wonder into doing that. that too. Because I just I ended up with Bracken, um what's his name? The the bigger wizard and Evan was my main party. Um What the heck's his name, Anna? Do you remember? I, I, I don't his name know name who you're too. talking about. Uh, the Ar the Archon. What's his name? What? The wizard. The wizard in your party. He wears a blue coat. The only other guy besides Evan who can use a wand. There's only six people in the party. We should. This shouldn't be that hard.
1: It was the uh, one that you picked up in the Mer Kingdom. Yeah.
6: I don't think I ever controlled him.
1: I don't care if you
0: control him. Don't you know his name? No. No. Okay. I don't either.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm. I might switch out the uh, the pirate girl with Bracken. Not only because I like Bracken's design better, but it sounds like she has that heel bot that helps out too man i I don't know i I mean if i really wanted to his name is leander okay (sighs) yeah he's just just so unfor he's just so forgettable Mm -hmm. after he joins your party but i i really like bracken's storyline in that game and the techno kingdom and and i like the music that plays in the factory of that level
0: yeah it was good for a while then i got sick of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i could probably power through this game probably in a weekend and wrap it up but i've been having so much fun um running around on the world map and finding caves i haven't found yet and fighting bosses that it's like i don't want it to end and some of the other games that come out this year are going to have some competition with this game for me, because it, it, it really scratches that classic RPG itch for me that I've kind of missed in some of the games that have come out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing is that and Alliance Alive and wow. Fair enough.
0: I think that brings us through the now playing section. All right, let's talk about headlines. Um, all right, we already talked about the new site. That was the first headline on my list here. So, so Japan is getting a collection of all the River City Ransom games. Yeah. or just most of them just a few of them just a few of the 18 of them to be specific from arc systems works who owns the license or owns that property i guess the kyunio Yokun world classics collection will be released for pc ps4 xbox one and nintendo switch um this is japan only for now yeah but
6: if it comes here it may come in a different form
0: Oh, okay. Because the licensing would be harder?
6: Yeah, so some of these games were licensed before to different people. Oh. So, yeah, getting them all over here would be challenging.
0: All right, so I'm going to read through this list. We've got Downtown Neketsu Kyoku. I don't know what that is. Uh, Neketsu Koku Dodgeball Boo, the original Japanese version of Super Dodgeball. Um, They also have the U.S. version of Super Dodgeball. Then they have Nikatsu Kakuto Densetsu, which is not a secret of Mana Game. I don't know what that is. Densetsu Th- means side story. Oh, okay. Then they have Niketsu Street Basket. Okay.
6: That's basketball, uh, I think.
0: Yeah, probably. Niketsu Koku Dodgeball Boo Soccer Hen, which was released in the U.S. as Nintendo World
6: Cup. Yeah, so the game. two games that you mentioned so far were licensed by Nintendo. Mm.
0: Mm. Oh, that would make things harder. So River City Ransom is licensed by Nintendo? Mm -hmm. Oh, Super Dodgeball is licensed by Nintendo.
6: No. Wait, the Nintendo Dodgeball game is licensed by Nintendo. The Game Boy Advance Dodgeball game is licensed by Axis. Oh my gosh. The uh, Nintendo River City Ransom is licensed by Nintendo. The Game Boy Advance River City Ransom is licensed by Atlas. But these licenses, oh, what, are boy. they on
0: in perpetuity or something?
6: Some of them are, yeah.
0: Okay, so we've also got Biki, Bikuri Neketsu Shinkiroku Harukanaru Kin Metal, which is the original Japanese version of Crash and the Boys Street Challenge. Uh,
6: that one has different licenses in North America and Europe. Okay. And I forget which one is which.
0: Uh huh. Then we have Kunio-kun no Neketsu Soccer League.
6: Uh, I don't think that ever came out here.
0: Ike Ike Nakatsu Hakibu. A US version was planned but cancelled.
6: Yeah, somebody has the license for that but never used it. <laughs>
0: then we <laughs> this is great. Then Neketsu Koha Kunyokun, which is the original Japanese version of Renegade.
6: So that was uh that came out here but this. only in arcades. So and I don't know who has a license and I'm scared because I think it's Konami. Oh.
1: Uh... Oh lovely, yeah.
0: Renegade, okay, so this is an arcade, all right. Fine. Yeah,
6: it only, I, I'm I'm. I'm sure, maybe I'm wrong, okay. but I you don't want to say, yeah. like, it, the only way it ever came out here. Then
0: was, we have Downtown Niketsu Monogatari, which is the original Japanese version of River City Ransom.
6: Where, yeah, so, and that's li- licensed by Nintendo.
0: Then Kunio-kun like no jida, jira- oh, okay. Kunio-kun no jida-igeki da yo zenin shugo. Wait, I have no <laughs> idea what that is. I don't know either they're going to include Renegade, Super Dodge Bone River City Ransom the US versions and Crash and the Boys Street Challenge um, in so, Japan you get all this we have no idea what we'll get here if any of this uh, all 18 games support online multiplayer for up to 4 players at once it'll also feature 55 missions across the games completing these missions one lock bonuses such as avatars and nicknames for players online profiles gallery illustrations and more and just to remind you PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch
3: which the Xbox One seems to hint that it'll come here or they're in planning on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, why would you put a Japanese game out on the Xbox One?
3: Yeah. For those, you know, 5,000 Japanese Xbox oh, One owners.
0: Don't, don't, don't be, don't be like that. You know, only five <laughs> people have them. <laughs> Stop overinflating it. There's they only they five sell Xbox like 40 games. a week. Come on. No, they've sold like 40.
2: <laughs>
0: Period. <laughs> uh,. I don't know what they're doing with them. You... <laughs> All right. That's the that's the Kunio-kun collection. Moving on, we have Omen Sight, which is a game from Spearhead Games. It's an action-adventure title. It's coming out on May 15th, finally has a release date. This is a PC, PS4, and PS4, PS Plus members who pre-order will get 20% off. Uh, this is a game where you play as the, the harbinger, a warrior outside of time, goes and kills things. Is this it's just the action thing yeah action adventure action adventures all right it's not a dark Souls like is it no okay that's all i want to know oh are you <laughs> sighing at dark souls like
6: anna yes because there's an entire twitter account dedicated to headlines that that call things like dark souls
0: oh what's that twitter account i want to go there
6: oh um, shoot
0: no right. you you find it for me later Um, after the next story you tell me all right new little king story is gone it's been wiped out no konami has removed the vita title new little king story and all of its dlc from the playstation tour yeah store
6: the twitter is x as in the letter x hold on i said after the story no but i'm it's it's called transition relevant but it's relevant and i found it really fast okay it's x as in like the letter x meets dark souls
0: Hold on, i got to log into Twitter. So,
1: so, do you remember when all first-person shooters were Doom games? You remember when all
6: loot games were Diablo clones?
0: That's still true.
6: That's not true.
0: So, yeah, they're all Destiny (laughs) clones now.
1: Do do you remember when all video games were Nintendo? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How far back can we go on this? All all monster games were Pokemon.
0: Vampire Combat looks like a mix of Dark Souls and Arkham.
3: (laughs) (laughs) influence of dark souls on avengers infinity war
6: yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like this meme oh i'm not showing it on the stream um <laughs> this one's great
6: but yeah you can see how ridiculous these these headlines get these comparisons what, what i get
1: what i'm getting at is that this trope is nothing new
6: no it totally isn't but it's still hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Okay, Um, I'm going to go... Oh, wow. All
6: right, so before I rudely interrupted Chris, what he was trying to tell you is that New Little King Story has been delisted from the PSN. So what that means is if in the last seven years you did not buy New Little King Story for the Vita, unfortunately, you can no longer purchase it. However, if you have already purchased it, you can still download it. And if you are still interested in playing New Little King's Story, it is available for PC.
1: Oh, well, at least that's okay.
3: I thought it was just Little King's Story was on PC.
6: No. Chris, you're definitely... Oh, yeah, Sorry? so Little King's Story They found a little, found a little doggy with a sword in its mouth, and
0: it's like Great New Wolf Little King's so Story
6: funny. was like an enhanced version that came out on the Vita. And then a version of that came out on pc later so the new little king story that came out on vita was licensed to konami the license expired they delisted it
4: no the pc is the original oh it's is it the one based on the way mm-hmm. yeah.
6: okay i thought they had some of the content from new little king story in it
4: no i think it's just okay. extra stuff so i think that was exceed
1: was well, there any difference between the two games, or uh... yes, yeah, oh, uh, lots. <laughs> it would have been nice of them to warn us. You know, hey, well, this is being delisted. It's Konami. <laughs> I know. It's just frustrating when you can't get stuff anymore.
0: I'm never reading anything else on Twitter but this account.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have the attitude of too bad so sad but I kind of feel like if people had interest in a game they would have bought it for the X number of years it was
1: available beforehand
0: DJ Max oh, yeah. Respect is the Dark Souls of Rhythm Games
1: <laughs> well yeah but I mean you get somebody like me who I actually picked up the Wii Little King story recently because I found it at a used bookstore and you know, people might want to check out if there was a sequel.
6: It's not a sequel.
1: It's just an enhanced remake?
6: Yeah.
4: Well, it's more a complete remake.
0: Staxel enters early access, combines Minecraft with Harvest Moon. Many journalists are probably already calling this the Harvest Moon of Dark Souls games and the Dark Souls of Minecraft games. <laughs> We're
6: done. This Twitter account <laughs> is going to take Harvest over Chris's life. Harvest Moon of Dark Souls games. <laughs> Now you Does see why al- I like this Twitter account. Is he always the single-minded? No? This just broke him. He's he's in his chair crying.
0: Monster Hunter World Review, Jurassic Park meets Dark Souls.
6: <laughs> I'd forgotten about that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Ah. All right, um, what Chris, are we doing? you really need to stop reading this. Is, t- there <laughs> another, is, there another, is there another article for us to talk about? Yeah. Tactical banner of the what is this banner of the maid? Right, this is the French Revolution, but you're playing a female version of Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite.
4: No, you're playing the, you're playing the uh, sister.
0: Someone else talk for me.
6: <laughs> oh, God. We broke Chris.
0: You play as Pauline Bonaparte, a new graduate of the Military Academy and sister of Napoleon Bonaparte, not Napoleon Dynamite. While visiting her brother, Pauline is dragged into the ongoing revolution. It's this game's lit based loosely on the French Revolution. No, she doesn't seem to stick her hand into her shirt. Um it's got some fantasy elements in there. There's a, That
6: would be the fantasy element?
0: Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. <laughs> the, the sister of Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite? Yeah.
6: <laughs> no, sticking her hand <laughs> into her shirt. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Um it's a tactical RPG. It's coming worldwide in 2018 for PC, PS4, and Switch. It's being put up by Chinese publisher CE Asia. There's Engrish in the trailer. You can watch it's it really on cute. the site.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, very cute Engrish in the trailer.
1: <laughs> Engrish is always cute. <laughs> truck have started to move. mm.
0: Square Enix has announced a game called Scarlet Grace, Saga Scarlet Grace, Hero no Yabo, an enhanced version of Japan-only PlayStation Vita title, Saga Scarlet Grace, will be released in Japan on August 2nd. It'll be out for PC, PS4, iOS, and Android. Uh, They put out a trailer. We have no announcement for the West, so if you care about more... So this is... What is this? It's an enhanced version of the first new mainline Saga game in over a decade, which that came out in 2016. This is the game we were seeing was announced for switch a while back right and now they've announced more i'm confused like wasn't there a nintendo direct where like this was part of it in japan only or is this a Uh, game okay
4: yeah they they announced the other platforms like the day after
0: okay (laughs) hey this is old oh right because we haven't had a show for a while okay it's my fault (laughs) i'm like why is this so old all right. And uh da, 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 da. uh Shining Resident Refrain is coming to the US. And we have a date now. July 10th, 2018. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. It'll be 50 bucks. And the physical launch edition will be out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch that comes in a collectible metal slipcase.
2: Ooh. We got Ooh. a
0: trailer up that shows off the the characters, uh, the battle system, <laughs> It's called Band B A N D Battle Anthem of the Noble Dragoneers, where you put you you do a musical performance during combat, of course, because why not? And yeah, so this game has music, and I think everyone's a dragon too, or something. I don't know. It's a Shining game. The main but, guy's a dragon. The main guy's a dragon. Okay, only one dragon, um, and some elves because Shining, no hamsters <laughs> with helmets, um, that I that I've seen at least. And uh, yeah, there you go. You play flutes I, during combat.
1: I actually can't wait for this game. Okay,
0: well, <laughs> it July looks 10th. so fun. <laughs> I hope it's fun.
1: I I really hope it is. I might be eating some crow in a couple of months, but it looks fun to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, th- 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 more blades came to Xenoblade Two. Xenoblade Chronicles Two had an update. Uh, it called it version 1.4.0 it came out on Friday April 27th and it has uh, NPCs that trade experience points for poppy parts for those playing for a second or later playthrough a new sorting option and some new blades Um, poppy buster um, which is a mech that poppy rides around on I don't know how that works Uh, (laughs) it looks like you unlock it through a special quest and you have to have the expansion pass to get it and the second blade is TLS Re, a character re a rival character to Cosmos in the Xenosaga trilogy. And Cosmos is already a rare blade, and one of the rarest actually. And then TLS Re can be obtained by anyone who's beaten the game. So guess uh not for your first playthrough, though who has time to do multiple playthroughs of Xenosaga or Xenoblade? Really? I know, right? <laughs> but alright, there you go. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity 2 has a season pass. Let's talk about this. I backed Pillars of Eternity 2, and I forgot that I backed Pillars of Eternity 2. And here's the reason I forgot that I backed Pillars of Eternity 2, because they didn't do it through Kickstarter. They did it through their own site. They didn't do it through Fig. Fig. They didn't it through Kickstarter. They did it on their own site, right?
5: No, um, they did through Fig.
0: It was through Fig? You sure? Yeah. I don't think yep. so. But all right. I'll take your word sure. for it. You're 100% sure. All right. Yep. So apparently I was a backer of this and forgot that I was. And I said, you know, I don't need all this collectible crap. Um, All these things are interesting, but not very important to playing the game. I'm just going to back for the game and get it for a less expensive price. And that's what I did. Since then, I've gotten more and more excited for Pillars of Eternity 2. And I'm like, I would like some extra bonus things. Um, And then I, of course, forgot that I bought the game. So I went and I said, when Pillars of Eternity, they announced all the physical releases a couple months ago, and they had it, all, is at the time they put it all up for pre-order everywhere? I was like, ah, that looks like a really good version, that obsidian version, it's physical, it comes with a cloth map, which is the most important thing if you're playing a Baldur's Gate-like game, you need that cloth map, you just have to have it, and boom, it's from Best Buy, so I'll get 20% off it, that's great. Um, I later realized, oh, I've already bought this game because I backed it. So (laughs) when realizing that last week, I canceled my pre-order and I went to my backer thing. And it's like, because I got an email from them them saying, hey, you can get your Steam code. Now I'm like, oh, (laughs) what? (laughs) So, okay, fine. I went ahead and uh, over there, so I canceled my Best Buy order and I said, all right, so let's take my backer version and how are they doing this? Oh, it's like a a backer kit-like system where you actually just have credit towards all the versions they offer and you can easily upgrade and k- chip in some extra money if you want a special edition. So I'm like, all right, let's look at all these special editions and see what I get. So I tried to find the one that's closest to the obsidian edition that I was ordering in Best Buy. And that looks to be like their digital deluxe edition. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, let's compare. Does it have everything it has? Okay. So these things I don't care about. And of course it's digital only. So it won't have a cloth map. That's really sucks. Um, but you know, I can live with that. And it has this thing, this piece of DLC, this piece of DLC. And, and like, wait, now wait a second. This one over in Best Buy says it comes with the first three pieces of paid DLC content that will be released for the game. And this digital deluxe version doesn't. Like, well that's that's weird. Um and how much is this? Okay, it's like uh, it's like 70 bucks here for this one and sixty seventy bucks here for this one, but this one doesn't come with the DLC but this one does come with the DLC. This one comes with some other things, like some digital novels and stuff that the Best Buy one doesn't. And it's like, okay, so I guess I just can't get the DLC. And it very easily, you know, easy to figure out. Like the physical one is coming, uh, this physical Obsidian Edition is coming with a season pass that covers like the first big releases of the DLC. So. And the the one that I was getting from backing, even upgrading, the none of the editions I went through. Okay, well it's the more expensive editions. Does that have the season pass? No, no, no. Literally every edition on the backer site did not come with the season pass that the the physical edition they announced would come with. Uh well, one of the physical editions so you couldn't get it so i was like well that really sucks well fine just i'll just get the digital edition and i've already put some money into it and it's not as discounted as best buy and i'll just hit next and and then the next page they had add-ons and one of the add-ons for 20 dollars was season pass i'm like
6: you what are you he was really upset
0: so for more money than the obsidian edition I as a backer could get all the things in the Obsidian Edition, uh, as well as some couple other things like a soundtrack, um, and then, and then I could have the season pass too. And it's and the and I was like, wh- now wait a second. Where's the fact that I'm a backer coming into play and getting me some sort of discount? And the answer is, it's not. <laughs> You should have just waited and bought the physical edition because this is garbage. So I said, okay, well, I'm done with that crap. I'm going back and I'm going down to just the bare bones game that I've already paid for and back. I can't get a refund for this thing, so I may as well just... I've already got a copy of the game, so I'm just doing that. And I click next and I added on the physical, uh, I added on the season pass. and so I just got the bare bones game that's $25 plus the $20 se- season pass. I've got $25 uh, credit already because I backed the game for $25. And that's, or 20 uh, there's like a $5 coupon thing. It's really stupid. The whole system's stupid. So I just mm. did the uplift. So now I've just got the bare bones game and the season pass, and that's it. And I won't get some of those special things, but I don't care, because it's not the cloth map anyway, so who cares? And I don't get the 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 novellas, but I was never really going to read the novellas anyway, so who cares? And I'm bitter about the whole thing, and the whole thing's messed up, and it costs more money on the backer thing, or even if it's the same money, why aren't the backers getting treated better? Why aren't their things less expensive? And they're not, and it's so stupid, and... nah.
5: The $5 thing is a super backer discount.
0: Yeah, that's so right, because I back pillars the one. one. Right. Yeah,
5: you get $5 off this one. Yeah. I Yay. got the super duper elite collector edition thing.
0: I, and Okay, so if you are going to So that's the one thing that, you know, as a backer, you have access to some extremely crazy collector's editions that you could get and that you can't get any other way. So that's, that's a value of being the backer, I guess. But if you're just... And if you're just getting the game and you back the first one, you've got the game for 25 bucks. And that's that's one way of looking at it as a cool thing. But if you're that into it and you're backing it, maybe you want some more things, you know, and that should be available to you at the discount versus going. Literally, I would be better off and gotten more stuff by not backing the game and just pre-ordering the best of the the Obsidian Edition at Best Buy with the 20% off there. Like and that feels wrong to me, but you know it's kickstarting games. It's, there's nothing right about. Well, it I right think now. when they did the
5: Kickstarter, the the season pass wasn't involved at no, that time. No, it wasn't. Yeah,
0: so so. And to be fair, the season pass is normally retailing for twenty five bucks, right? So whatever the whole thing is just messed up anyway so there's a season pass now and that's been clarified that you can buy that now and how that works so the first dlc of the game will be called beasts of winter in july 2018 um and you'll get to go to an island populated by doomsday cult and a mysterious dimension known as the beyond the second dlc will be called seeker slayer survivor it'll be combat focused expansion in september of 2018 the third dlc will be called the forgotten sanctum and you'll be Dealing with the Wizards of Aeora, uh, challenging their mental wit, party allegiance, and morality. So that sounds like the Talking Expansion. I like that. Um, the content will appear in November. Uh, They'll be 10 bucks a-, a piece, or the season pass will be available for $25. And there you go. And if you're not already doing it, there's a whole Deadfire scavenger hunt thing that you want to do. And link your Steam account to it so that you can get all the bonus items from it. We talked about it last time, but it's still a thing and they're still putting out codes for it i'm bitter <sighs> anna there's a new neptunia game coming to japan okay it's a spin off. it's called brave neptunia um it was made in canada cool does that make any sense to you uh, called from a studio called artisan studios Uh, It'll be available for PS4 and subtitled Sekai no no Uchu Yo Katsumoku Seyo Ultimate RPG Sengen Translated as World Universe Pay Attention Ultimate RPG Declaration It's a 2D action RPG Okay Isn't that more interesting now? Mm, Yes So the characters are assigned to one of the face buttons So that when a button is pressed the character assigned to that button attacks and I'll have a new character named Chrome with the four regular series goddesses, Neptune, Noir, Blanc, and Vert, all having lost their memories, of course. So what is Chrome <laughs> supposed to represent?
6: Um,
0: what system would that be?
6: Browser games.
0: Browser games? Oh. Ooh. Oh, that does make sense. Okay.
6: I kind of felt that was a gimme.
0: I didn't think that through. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's coming in September. And there's screenshots for it on the site now if you want to see them. All right. The Good Life got a Kickstarter.
6: Oh,
0: or the let's... Good Life. Got, I mean, the Good Life Kickstarter was getting really close to not succeeding. And they were getting very close, and they kept doing demos. They had, they put out a demo for the game that you could try out, and that didn't seem to make anybody care about it. And then what did they do, Anna?
6: They pulled out a Switch version. They
0: played the Switch card. <laughs> They waited until the last like two days of the of the freaking Kickstarter and said, by the way, if we get to this dollar amount, we'll put out a Switch version. And the internet said, oh, take my money! Oh, Switch games, that's what we want, Switch, here! And they threw dollars at the screen, and then actually, the campaign got funded.
4: Yeah. They only announced the Switch after it succeeded.
6: No,
4: oh, they didn't. They? they announced it at 90%. Yeah. I was, it was later than 90% because I backed it at 95% and it still wasn't there yet.
6: Uh, they announced it on social media before they put it on their page. They announced it at ninety percent.
4: It was later than that, but I think it was. I'm pretty sure I have. Anyway. A,
0: I'm pretty sure I have an email saying that.
6: Uh, I don't care. Yeah. They they definitely announced. Switch well, let me let before... me put it to you this
0: way: in in the post on their page about the switch stretch goal, here's the language: If we do get funded and we miss the stretch oh, okay. goal. We will use the extra funds towards additional content for the game. Um, so it sounds like they were not funded then when they okay. posted this, le- this I think language. they were
4: they were close, and the rate it was going up. Alex, I think it, it didn't it take was, long after
0: announcing Switch.
6: No, for that, they basically that announced the Switch, and they got funded. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was a final push, but I think it was going to do it anyway.
0: <sighs> That's so
6: interesting. I was, to me. I was watching I it for the, the last few days. I don't. I'm wondering
0: where <laughs> that came from because. I didn't get the impression that anyone cared about it this time. So,
6: I mean, it's, it's interesting not, to me because traction. I'm. It got no. It got really good traction in the last two weeks.
0: So, what happened in those PAX last East. two weeks? Because released the demo. The demo did help. Okay.
6: Yeah, and yeah. The, they got a huge amount of coverage out of PAX East. Um, hmm. and I mean, the cynical part of me wants to say that they basically held Switch in their pocket until they got fairly close, and they felt like that would push it over the line. But the realistic part of me was they probably just didn't get approved until that point to be a
1: Nintendo developer. Makes sense.
3: <clears throat> Alright. The game, the game itself is kind of... I, I played the demo, and actually it did end up backing it. The game itself is kind of so weird and interesting
6: yes so nothing about the pitch interested me it was only when i saw the game in action and being played that i was like okay now i'm interested in this
0: and, i feel like i messed up I can... Anna. huh i feel like i messed up Why? i don't think i bumped up to get a switch version
6: okay
4: i should
0: have done that oh well
4: as far as i could read all but the i don't RP... think it reached the switch goal anyway so
0: oh okay let's see
6: they what i missed um, what alex said
0: he doesn't think they hit the switch goal no they hit 81 million yen let's see what the switch goal was 88 million yen yeah okay, they so. didn't hit the switch goal okay <laughs> so so much for that whole theory about hitting the switch thing all right
6: fine
1: <sighs> and That doesn't rule it out entirely though, though no, does it does it it? Doesn't. No, no
6: it doesn't i suspect that they'll do it anyways
0: Yeah, he's he's saying it won't be a promise, but he's still going to try really hard to make it on the Switch, which means I think it'll happen, but who knows. This game, I, I keep getting the feeling that they felt like they could get more money for a sweary game than they really could, but whatever. How much money is this? This is not much money, right? 800000 Something like that, wasn't it? Oh, is it just two? Yeah, all right, that is much money. And then hopefully they've got funding from elsewhere. You would think so. Whatever. I would hope. It's a swear game. We'll see what happens.
2: <sighs>
0: Speaking of games people don't seem to care about, um, Destiny 2's got an expansion
5: announced.
6: Oh, people care about that game, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't seem to talk about it much anymore.
5: Uh, didn't uh, they have. Was it Activision? Add some recent. Uh... Uh, I saw on Twitter some recent either yearly thing about the games that are successful and it listed and Destiny 2 wasn't on there. So people are kind of making a little stink out of it on tw- Twitter.
1: <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me, didn't they like lock some content behind DLC or change change something with the leveling so that you had to buy DLC in order to progress?
6: Um... I
0: don't know how the first expansion worked. Because I haven't even finished the base game, so, uh, so they've announced a second expansion here. It's called Warmind, and introduces a new location to the game. It's called Hellas Basin on the pole of Mars, and uh, it' there's a story focusing on Guardian Anna Bray who had disappeared and was thought lost, and and blah 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 story 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 uh include new areas including frozen glaciers rocky caverns and hive infested caves uh, and a new raid layer as well as wave-based end game challenge called escalation protocol uh something about a horde mode uh and various new weapons <laughs> armor and gear um uh, if you're on ps4 you also get an exclusive strike uh, excuse me a timed exclusive strike called the insight terminus Warmind is set to be released may 18th so very shortly like the base game will be PC, PS4, and Xbox One.
5: Yeah, check the uh, that tweet I just linked from Jason Schreier. on the. He's the one that I, that I saw it from.
0: Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, pop quiz: What's missing from this bragging list of Activision's accomplishments? destiny 2 so that's weird that is weird but i mean they were comparing it to the new crash game an unreleased spyro remake call of duty candy crush they own candy crush
6: yeah they own king
0: wow world of warcraft hearthstone and overwatch so yeah compared to that destiny 2 probably doesn't rank though the unreleased spyro game is kind of (laughs) disturbing Like, that's not even out yet. (laughs) Yeah,
6: but they're merchandising the hell out of it.
0: Yeah, I guess so,
5: yeah. I certainly want that game. With the amount of hype Destiny has had from the first game and going into the second game, you think it should be on this list, though?
0: Not anymore. I I think the Destiny 2 hype is well dead, so...
5: Well, that's the whole, I guess, the funny part of the tweet.
0: I mean, there's there's multiple Blizzard games that aren't on that list. Um... And no, but three of them are. So I guess yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, the three that have microtransactions.
2: Yeah, those Heroes, are the three have, Heroes
0: ones, has uh, Heroes has microtransactions. Heroes in oh, Storm, right. yeah, and that's as far as I know, still successful, but probably not on the level of Hearthstone and Overwatch and World of Warcraft. <sighs> eh, whatevs. So that's uh, that's the fate of Destiny Two. Going out with a whimper, it sounds like. No, I don't they putting out a new expansion might be amazing. What do I know? Um speaking of amazing, the uh, Chucklefish put out that oh. published that amazing game, uh Stardew, Valley, Stardew right? Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's keep in mind they're the publisher of it, so they've announced that they're publishing another game. But uh I think a lot of people don't realize that they're a publisher. They didn't make Stardew Valley. They published Stardew Valley, but they're going to put out this other game. And some people are like, well, how come they aren't making more Stardew? Like a Stardew 2 or a better Stardew? They're like, okay, listen, that'll be the Stardew developer's job. All right. So they've announced Eastward, um, a new adventure RPG being developed by Shanghai based studio Pixpill. Pix- Pixpill? Yeah. Pixpill. All right. Yeah. It's PC and Mac, no release date announced. Um And, who was saying they like the look of this game? Was that you, Josh? I really like the look I, of this game. Oh, Kelly yeah. does too. I did too. All right, I haven't really seen much of the trailer yet, so I'm gonna watch it while you talk. Oh, watch tell the me trailer. why it's amazing. Oh.
2: I,
3: what would you describe the art style like? It's like um, I,
1: I would call it like a blend between 16 and 32 bit because it looks way too advanced to be 16 bit graphics. But this looks mm-hmm. like a the,
0: better version of Stardew Valley's graphics to me
1: yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's
0: how i would describe it
1: (laughs) to be fair stardew valley was all one guy
0: yeah this looks like it had a team or a better artist i don't i don't mean to be harsh but i do like the look of this more oh and then they're walking around is what is this the last of us or got a guy (laughs) carrying around a girl no oh wait no there's other people and they're not shooting at them dancing in a bar what do you do in this game
3: I don't Do you... know. He's got a flamethrower in some parts. That's pretty awesome.
0: I, I, is this an adventure game? What did we? Is this is uh, supposed to be an. Oh, there we go. He hit people with a frying pan, and there's. It looks like there's a little bit of puzzle platforming, um, without jumping. So just solving some puzzles, battling things with frying pan, and you've got a guy and a girl kind of doing two person puzzle exploring. So. If this was just any other indie game, I would say it was a puzzle platformer with unique art style, like generic indie game. But it looks like it has combat and stuff, and we haven't seen the menus or skills or anything, so we'll see. Anyway, at some point, the robot whips out a fish, and they're going to have sushi, I guess. So
1: if, if I were to venture a guess, I wonder if there's a town-building aspect of it, because later on in the trailer, you see more people in that dilapidated town at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So maybe recruiting people?
0: We really don't know. (laughs) So they put out this trailer (laughs) just to get everyone interested, and we don't know when it's coming out. So be excited. New Chucklefish game, I guess.
6: Uh, Yeah, they're trying to be like a darling indie publisher, and they have a few games that are coming out that look interesting. Yeah, isn't there a Magic School one that they announced? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep. You got it. They have like five or six projects that they've announced, but um, I don't think any of the things that they published outside
1: of Stardew Valley have really hit it off. Um, They published Starbound, I believe. Okay. Starbound was the Terraria clone on Steam. Yes!
6: Thank you. I knew there was something else big that they did.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, we got Wizard of Legend coming next month. Indie developer Contingent99 has announced that its Kickstarter-funded action RPG, Wizard of Legend, will be released May 15th. Um, oh, not ne- next month. That's this month. Sorry, I misread that. Uh, it'll be out for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That's a lot of platforms. And it looks like they, they kind of held to their uh, announcements and stuff. Like, They st- stuck to their timeline that interesting it's a fast though they describe it as a fast dungeon crawler with roguelike elements and a pixel-based art style
1: all those buzzwords
3: yep like it's... i said all we were missing is dark souls yeah well i mean so.
0: it, it looks kind of like dark souls but much faster um 2d and side-scrolling so it's exactly like dark souls yeah <laughs> except for being nothing like dark souls
1: it's (laughs) dark souls but zelda
0: yeah well we already have that too okay (laughs) that that...
1: oh man
0: um actually this reminds me of the game crawl except not like a multiplayer game it just kind of looks like a single player version of crawl um (laughs) And nothing like crawl because you're not possessing things. So I shouldn't say crawl at all. I'm just the art style makes me think of it.
1: <laughs> for some reason, I thought you were saying crawl.
0: No, not crawl. Not the thing with the with the, with the. Oh, what's that called? The, the glaive. Stu- the glaive. Not the thing with the glaive. Yeah. <laughs> what's the weapon from crawl? Oh <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing people know that movie for. <laughs> uh, the game takes place in the kingdom of Len- Lenava, not Lenovo. It's not a laptop kingdom. Every year, the Council of Magic holds a, constant, a contest for its strongest members called the Chaos Trials. Those who emerge victorious going down and let, Whatever. Go watch the trailer. Uh, so, action RPG coming soon. There's a lot of stuff coming out May 15th.
6: Yep. Man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff coming out in May. In oh, Power Lord,
0: Power Lord cleared it up. Um, it's Hollow Knight. Oh, wait. No, no. Hollow Knight is Dark Souls plus some storage. Yes, I know that. That's not helpful to this. We want to explain this game. All right. Uh, we talked about that. There's a Fair Rune collection. Who's played Fair Rune?
6: Nope.
2: No.
0: Anybody? Nope. All right. Max Storm was excited for this, right? Yeah. All right. Fly Max and... played it. Fly High Works has announced its planning to release Fair Rune collection for Nintendo Switch and PC. Uh, it's worldwide release in May. No exact date announced yet, but you might want to... If it's you're going to put 17th. money down, go for the... Oh, What?
3: We had the next story. And
0: the next story down has a date. All right, May seventeenth. Yeah, uh, it's got four games: Fairune, Fairune Two, Fairune Origin, and Fairune Blast. Uh, this first came so- out on iOS and Android in twenty thirteen, and three DS in twenty fourteen. While Fairune Two was released on three DS in twenty sixteen, um, the first two are puzzle slash action RPGs, while Origin and Blast are two new titles. So uh, they are smaller RPGs, says the anime man in our comments. If I remember right, some were reviewed.
4: There were some reviews of them, so we'll see. Okay.
0: Boom, 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 ba, boom,
4: Origin is basically a prototype of the first game, and phone Blast is a shoot 'em up.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, we have. Uh, oh, you talked about that game earlier. The Cursed Lands game is out. Uh, Dragon Quest Ten is getting an all in one pack. In Japan. In Japan.
6: Because that game yep. is never coming. It's out
0: never here. coming here. Enough. Just so you know, if you're in Japan and you like Dragon Quest Ten, hey, you get the all-in-one package. um but How does this work? It'll be available physically and digitally for PS4, Switch, Wii U, and PC. Yes, that's right. They put it out on all four of those platforms, but only in Japan. It contains all four versions, quote unquote, versions two through four, effectively being expansions of the game. So Dragon Quest Ten was really well, originally we're not originally released in japan in august 2012 for wii before later being ported to wii u pc android ios 3ds ps4 and switch volumes 2 through 4 are not available on the android ios or 3ds versions which all work through a streaming version uh streaming service and the wii version also is not getting volume 4 um so of course that's not part of this collection but if you have one of those other platforms you want all the expansions you want it all in ones and you're in japan and can speak and read japanese then you're great Actually, I guess you only need to read Japanese or understand it. Um, may, probably both would be good. Reading and not understanding is not good. That that means you have no comprehension. Um, but hey, it's on Switch, which means you could import it easily and then not understand what you're playing there. Now that I think about it, if you put that on... If you get DQ10 on Switch, does it work or is it IP blocked?
6: Probably mm. IP blocked. I don't think it's IP blocked. I haven't heard it's IP blocked.
0: I'm... I'm curious to know, but uh, I guess there wouldn't be much fun playing it if you can't read it. An MMO the, is usually quest-related, right? So,
1: Doesn't the game have a monthly fee, too? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, it does. I wonder if that works on the Switch version or if that's what stops you from being able to play.
1: Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I would imagine that you would... I don't know how you would pay for that monthly fee, Hmm. Um, here the, the switch
6: eShop it no longer is uh tied to specific currencies Sure,
0: okay. assuming the monthly fee is collected through the eShop. if they it... collect it through a different service that might cause you issues so
6: oh i get it yeah, yeah.
0: so i i can't comment on you go go look it up don't take our advice don't don't just go about when's it even coming It doesn't matter. I don't care. Ghostlight cooks up Sorcery Saga on PC. Uh, That's the uh, Curry God game. Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Great Curry God. This was originally
6: Vita exclusive. Yeah, now it's going to be on PC. Now it's on PC. So this should make people Mm -hmm. happy.
1: I I finished that game. It's a cute little roguelike.
6: Yeah, I haven't played it because I'm kind of
1: in on roguelikes. Okay. It's it's a cute little game. It's not gonna blow your crap away or anything, but I enjoyed what I played with it. But um, that was also like one of the first Vita games that I bought.
3: Hmm. That's why I was thinking it was early-ish Vita game. Yeah, it was
1: yeah, really early.
0: All right, Dark Souls Remastered. You know that Switch game? It's
6: the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. It's the Dark
0: Souls of Dark Souls. Yes, uh, they've uh, they're gonna have a a test. On the PS4 and Xbox One. They're not going to have a test of the Switch version, it looks like. Um, but uh, it's going to have network tests. Japan, uh, May 11th and May 12th. Check the story for the times for your region. Um, like It's it, it's in the evening on like May 11th and May 12th, it looks like. Um, and you can, I guess, download it for free and test it or something. So, uh, But it's only PS4 and Xbox that they're doing tests. Not on the PC or Switch
2: okay
0: and then we have sword art online fatal bullet it's getting dlc are you excited alex
6: alex's favorite game yay <laughs>
0: it's adding three new playable characters, okay. <laughs> dying, Yamikaze, and Musketeer X, a new offline game mode called Bullet of Bullets, four vs four deathmatch multiplayer, new story missions, dungeons and bosses. It's a big DLC. And if you are members on the PS if you are on the PS4 version and you're also members of the Epic Reward Club, you'll get a free Sinan ALO costume. Okay.
4: So
3: there you go. Those are words that have some sort of meaning to somebody.
4: Yeah, for sure. I know what they mean. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
0: less lighthearted news. disguise 5 Complete PC is being uh, delayed.
6: Yeah. What's up with that? Only a week before release. They uh, delayed only it. Only a day before release. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's starting to become an unfortunate trend for Nisa.
1: So, do we want to go into this crap show
0: so they had demo oh. keys or something yeah,
1: so, or beta
3: keys
0: yeah, and then so,
1: somehow... put
3: out, they put out demo for this like a couple of days before no and a par- two
6: weeks before up oh, to weeks two before. weeks before depending on how you got the demo
3: yeah there was some weird partnership with Alienware or something yeah. like that I- anyway uh, you were supposed to only be able to play like the first chapter No, you
6: were. Uh, uh, you were able to play up to chapter three Okay. People thought you could only play up to the 3rd chapter be- or up to the 1st chapter because there was a demo that was available on Switch and that was the limitation for the Switch demo.
3: Ah, okay, that's where that got confusion. Yes. Apparently though, um it was it, it was incredibly trivial to like hex edit the save file that you had and to get past that block so you could just play the entire game. Yes. <laughs> So there were people playing, just going on and playing the entire game. And apparently there were other bugs with it too. And so yeah, they had to so pull
6: it. yeah, that was the big problem is on top of people figuring out that you could play the entire game through the demo, um, people very quickly realized that there were game breaking bugs in the demo, which meant there were game breaking bugs in the real game.
3: Mm-hmm. So this combined with Ease 8 it has not been a good time for Nisa mm. doing PC ports which e- last i heard ease eight is still pretty pretty bad pretty Leave terrible the pc ports to xseed people it's better than it was it was b- totally broken when it launched and now it's less mostly playable broken. yeah less broken
6: <laughs> so at at the same time these problems are not related to the ease eight problems so yeah yeah totally ease different ease eight um, was done by nisa which means Mm -hmm. the PC port was outsourced to a completely different um, company. The Disgaea 5 PC Complete is being done by NIS, ah, which means it's being done internally.
3: So it's being done in Japan.
6: Correct. So while these situations look stupidly identical, they are... Two separate issues. Yeah. And hopefully, this, this Gaia 5 problem can get resolved much faster.
3: Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with Ease 8 was that Falcom has been programming for PlayStation platforms for a decade, and they program a lot of the technical programming things are done for like specialized PlayStation calls that don't exist on a PC. So porting those kind of games is much more challenging than, you know, a, a normal game. Hey, hey, at least they didn't do like Square Enix and change the release date on Chrono Trigger so that uh <laughs> bad reviews <laughs> of the game won't show up. As... Yeah, did you hear about that garbage? They totally no. changed
0: the release date of uh, of when Chrono Trigger came out to when they put out the new patch. And so all the re- bad reviews look like it's for an early access version.
6: Yeah, for pre-release. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are now considered pre release and have a uh less detrimental effect on the game's score. Yeah. <laughs> which is a skeezy move.
3: It is super shady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are
6: there are a lot of things I can forgive companies doing, but that is just a that's just a crap move. That is some hot garbage right there.
0: Alrighty. Uh, next we have Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. It has a switch date.
6: Yay.
0: hmm And uh, that's all we know. <laughs> it'll be 30 bucks on the switch digitally 40 bucks on the switch physically um it came out last year for ps4 and xbox one and uh hey the player survives a shipwreck to end up on a mysterious island and then you have to there's mis magic is threatening the world so you have to farm and craft and explore and befriend people it, uh, it's like a harvest
4: did you say pop. the date
6: <laughs> huh say what
4: did you actually say the date
0: no what's the date May 17th. May
6: 17th. Oh my god, so many Mays.
0: May 15th through 17th are going to be really busy. Listen, you can. it looks like you can nuzzle with a red panda, so befriend them. Are oh. they called a Gretzuko? I don't know. Or is it a you fox? You beat
6: me to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Speaking of farming games, Stardew Valley has got a multiplayer beta.
6: Which apparently seems to be impressive.
0: <laughs> it's what?
6: So... I follow the Stardew Valley media coverage as just part of my job um, and it's kind of weird to see all of these websites that like totally love Stardew to Valley and they're writing all of these articles about how the Stardew Valley multiplayer is very boring and um, and how it's not revolutionary at all and I'm just sort of like I don't understand what
1: these people were expecting with this beta yeah, I didn't understand why that game needed multiplayer. You literally farm. That's all you do. I mean, did they, they promise the thing...
0: it or something? Or when no, I was it was just like a
6: rando... It? No, remember, there
1: was no Kickstarter for this.
2: Okay.
0: Then I don't know.
1: <sighs> I mean, literally, the only thing that you could do together that would be fun would be to go into the mines to mine stuff but even then that's pretty inconsequential and i could see people screwing each other up with like bombs and stuff like that so
0: i don't know what they expect them the multiplayer to do that's special like did they want combat or something added to like have arena battles with your friends or like you're farming with other people
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and and the combat is so basic that it really isn't even that fun wouldn't even be that fun to play with with other people it isn't like a terraria where you could team up on bosses and stuff
2: yeah
0: so there you
1: go
0: Um, smoke and sacrifice has got a pc and switch date now Um, this is uh (sighs) I don't understand what you do in this game. (laughs) I keep watching it, but it it looks like the animation style reminds me of like Castleville and stuff on Facebook. (laughs) Um, but you walk around and you're trying to save kid and you're interacting with things. And there's, I think there's combat like actiony type combat. And I see you're taking a knife to some stuff and running around to monsters and avoiding them. Anyway, um, it's $25. bucks. it will be May 31st on PC and Switch. And it's 20% off for the first week. So, there you go. It'll be coming out on PS4 and Xbox One later in the year. So, you go check out that trailer and see if you're into it. And then, Anna, tell me about Harvest Moon Light of Hope getting a season pass.
6: Yeah, it has a season pass.
0: Wow. Really well. Good job. I'm...
6: There's four pieces of DLC that are coming out. They're 20 bucks if you buy them separately. They're $10 if you Come buy on. the season pass. You
0: work for the company putting this game out. Come on, yeah, hype it up a I bit. Yeah, but I told you I wasn't
6: going to shill this. You should shill it. This if is you your moment to shill. If you pre-order the digital bundle, you get all the DLC for 5 bucks. Okay.
0: For 5 bucks? Yeah. I thought the season pass is 10 bucks.
6: Yes, but if you pre-order the bundle, which is the oh. game and the DLC, oh. it's 5 bucks.
0: So the game's normally 45 Uh, 40 because the digital bundle is the game with the
6: DLC for forty five.
0: Oh, it's listed as fifty on our page. Uh did we do it wrong?
6: No, because that's gonna be the regular price after. The oh, game comes if you pre
0: order it, you get five bucks out. Correct. Ten okay. percent off. What's the point of a bundle if you don't save any money? You do. Not later. Correct. <laughs> okay. Well
6: And you still save money off of buying all the DLC individually. It's yes. literally half price.
0: Okay, so the uh, here, the DLC you get the decorations and tool upgrade pack you get
6: some, decorations and tool upgrades. Yep,
0: and the new marriageable characters pack,
6: uh, which is two NPCs that are not available anywhere else. Okay,
0: including a a lady Sherlock. It looks like no, oh. that
6: uh, a male Sherlock.
0: But it's spelled weird.
6: Yes, his name is Sherlock. S H I R L O C K. Okay, please don't sue us.
0: All right. <laughs> how can it be sued at this point it's public domain
6: uh no I think the it still Mm-mm. the no. family still owns the rights no for yeah. sherlock holmes yeah oh yeah. come on that's why all this stuff at star trek what that's why moriarty didn't come back for <clears throat> so long in tng
0: oh my gosh it
6: took them like five seasons to work that out
0: Doc's and Melanie special episodes. Two new side stories.
6: Yeah, huge, huge st- side stories and more customization for your house and a bunch of other stuff.
0: And Divine Marriageable Characters Pack.
6: Yes, Marry, you the, marry the Harvest Goddess. can marry the Harvest Goddess. Or Gorgon. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. People have asked to marry Gorgon basically since the Lost Valley has come out. So okay. now you can marry Gorgon. Okay. Go get your fat boy. All right.
0: Um yeah this dlc will come out between may and the end of july yep so depending on the pack uh the special edition is uh a new version of the game that's already out on what pc, PC right yep. and then are, is the special edition stuff coming to pc you don't know <laughs> anna is literally not commenting <laughs> She's not saying no comment. She's literally just not commenting.
3: Okay.
6: Didn't We're you focusing... play this, Chris? We're focusing on the console version.
0: We're focusing start. on the console versions. Okay. Um, yes, I did play a little bit of this. It felt okay to me. It's still not sucking me in. He but doesn't
6: like farming games. It,
0: I liked it more than the last one you put out.
6: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> I'm not a big farming person. She's right. I'm a big farming game person but this was like oh this is okay
6: I mean I would I would take it personally except he, this is the exact same reaction he had to Stardew Valley
2: yeah
0: yeah and uh, people really like that one so um,
6: and we have both Story of Seasons games and he's never asked to play them
0: yeah well you didn't work on those
6: yes but you still never asked to play them
0: yeah because you didn't work on them <laughs>
6: But, I mean, if you were sincerely interested in playing farming games that, quote-unquote, didn't suck, then wouldn't you try them all?
0: Sure. But I'm not. (laughs) I'm trying to play the games that you worked on.
1: (laughs) 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 To be fair, you know, farming, the Stardew Valleys and Harvestments and all that are more about chill-out gameplay than... Anything else, and if you're not in the mood for that, then you're not gonna like. It oh, just puts me to sleep.
6: Yeah, the, yeah, that's the, the pace, point. Yeah, the pace of these games are not Chris friendly. I have literally caught him nodding off playing every single one of them. He is. He played Rune Factory Three, and I can't even count the number of times he dropped the 3DS on his face. <laughs> yeah, and that one actually had combat. That. Yeah, yeah. And that has combat in it, so I. I it isn't even like. You know the the combat aspect of it saved it for him. No, nope, they're just that is not a genre for him. And and that's okay.
0: I should go back. You and don't play have to like more. everything. I should play Rune Factory Four, where you can date all the monster girls.
6: Um, they're guys. not monster girls.
0: Whatever. Yes, they are. I still, I
1: still really. need to finish. Or I still need to play Rune Factory Four. I haven't got to that one I'm yet. Never
0: going to play that game. All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Uh, we have a kickstarter check in kickstarter check first off last epoch or epic it's a loot based action rpg oh so it's a diablo like uh, and it's got a free downloadable demo uh based action rpg featuring time travel character building crafting and an item system that guarantees endless replayability and um oh, wow it does look like a diablo game it very much looks like a diablo game Maybe I'll back this. I need to check this out some more. Um, uh, if you want to get into it and get a copy of the game, it is 10 bucks. That's pretty good. And then, I mean, you're saving $5. They're planning to release it for 15 So, And then if you want to spend tons of money, it's $10,000. And you get Design a Custom Boss... Um, exclusive cosmetic character effect unlimited access to the cosmetic store well good I sure hope so Um, 100,000 cosmetic points digital copy of the game Kickstarter backer in game per crystal sylphine soundtrack um in-game portrait beta access alpha access constellation weapons digital collector's lar- art book uh t-shirt vinyl stickers access to the de- developer discord channel in-game t- tombstone featuring your name in-game zombie named and voiced by you sign last epic game mat an exclusive chrono worm 3d figure um you get to design an in-game item design a lost memory create an exclusive companion or custom companion slash pet Create a custom NPC with dialogue. Design a boss with the team. Exclusive character effect of your choosing. Um, No one's one's picked that one up yet, so it's still available for you if you want it. Uh, Also on Kickstarter is Black Geyser, Couriers of Darkness. An isometric party-based, real-time, with-pause RPG, aka a Belder's Gate-like, in a world infested by greed and envy. Coming to PC, Mac, and Linux on GOG and Steam. Okay, if you want to get in and get a copy of this game, it starts at, um, they've got an early bird for about $19 right now. But once that's gone, it's going to be $23. That'll get you a digital copy of the game. B-b-b-b-b-b. I was
6: so confused. You said with pause RPG, and I'm like, Yeah, not what? you.
0: Not you. Sorry.
6: Uh, uh, I'm so
0: kidding if you want to spend lots of money it's about $5,000 $4,800 actually the King's Counselor Tier the Ultimate Reward Tier you'll receive all rewards from previous tier and the opportunity to meet us in another developer studio possible travel and accommodation costs are not included in the reward so you must be able to pay them on your own moreover you will be given 57 additional digital copies of the game and a perpetual 57. seat 57 and a perpetual seat in the Iselbright Council Iselbright is the capital of Ismelrold the kingdom where the game's plot takes place Getting a seat means you will help us design and name one of the eight NPCs who counsel King Velianric. All eight NPCs are influential in the kingdom with associated areas, quests, and or items. Finally, we will ship you a physical version of the counselor's amulet that your counsel, counselor wears in-game who includes name uh now it's up to 60 times copies of the games uh, in 57 up there now it says 60 times digital copies of the game i don't know what's going well, on well i
4: guess you get three in the previous tiers
0: so. oh i bet you that's what it is okay uh- <laughs> Uh, you get a collector's box edition, that amulet, design in one of the counselors, you get 60 copies of the game, custom portrait, design an NPC, design an encounter, design an encounter with a single character, design an encounter with an adventure party, meeting in our developer studio, your game name in the game credits as a diamond supporter, a cloth map, a personalized mouse pad, erupted souls keychain, a t-shirt, your name and message in the in a tomb or crypt all future expansions and DLCs of the game early access to the backer beta help us prepare the horde of an undead miser help us set the location of an uncommon herb mushroom or insect a digital soundtrack a digital high resolution wallpaper digital ringtones as opposed to analog ringtones I guess (laughs) I don't know how analog ringtones would work but uh, they just call you up on the phone phone. and play it once and you have to record it Um, Tales of (laughs) Ismerald lore book a Bright <laughs> Guide, and a special in-game item. Estimated delivery, August of 2019. <laughs> so, if you're interested in the Diablo-type game or the Baldur's Gate-type game, go look for our article, our Kickstarter check-in, and go check out the links to those. Ooh, finally, we got some reviews. We've got a review up of Regalia of Men of Monarchs. And let's see, how did that go? The Royal Edition. So, this is from Alex Fuller. Hey, you you reviewed it, Alex. Did you like it?
4: It was decent.
0: Decent. All right. Three and a half out of five <laughs> he gave it. Go check out his review right now. Um, even on the new site, we did not change her review format, so they're still long and in-depth, so you can check that out. But the screenshots are bigger now. Um, <laughs> the Witch in the Hundred Night 2 by Josh. What'd you think, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one and a half out of five. Oh, There's a reason he didn't even mention it, and is now playing. It was better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than I, what? Than the first one.
3: I think the first one was one and a half too, wasn't it? That was it. I'm so sorry. Or was it one? You seemed know. so hopeful yeah, I at first. <laughs>
0: and then
3: it didn't uh, go right. so well. I gotta. I, I do have a story. Oh, okay. So I, I'm playing through this game, and I'm kind of miserable on Twitter. And Anna sends me this link to um, a link to a page that shows you like how to get all the different endings. And when I see that, I'm like, "Why the hell is she sending me this? I hate this game. I don't want to see all the different endings." And kind of took. I had to go back and like kind of read it to realize, like, "Oh, there's like a way you can get to a a bad ending earlier on, so yes. you can quit playing it." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I was very did, thankful for that, Anna. Thank
0: did you. you use that out? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yeah, totally. That's so. Te- that's terrible. Should have made you get to the real ending.
6: <laughs> no. Does it, that? Does it that count? It, yes. He calls it the normal ending. Yeah, it's the normal saw, ending. It's, it's not actually a bad ending.
0: Oh, but it's a okay. lot earlier apparently. Yes. So, you're like, here, make sure you don't miss this way out of the game. Yes. Usually, you want to yes. make sure you don't miss the path to the true ending. No, make sure you don't <laughs> miss the path to the the fast ending to get done. Yes. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. And Pascal put up a review of The Alliance Alive. Uh, two and a half out of five over there. So, out of the three reviews, it sounds like Regalia is the way to go. So, uh, Anna, did you pick up The Alliance Alive? No, no, and now it sounds like you might not, or you will. Oh, because right, I... Kelly liked it, right? I
1: don't know. So I, can't I keep liked it, okay. Oh, okay.
0: So Pascal just... I just like have.
1: Him. Um, I wonder if Pascal would have enjoyed it better if he would have had that guide that I sent to Josh. What to
0: get to the early ending? <laughs> no, just
2: so-
1: saga. Saga games are really obtuse. And once you get the ship and Alliance alive, that's when its saga-ness comes through, where you kind of in this open world... You have the freedom to explore whatever you want, but you really don't have any direction. Well, I mean, they do a lot better job with this game of giving you direction, but you're also kind of overwhelmed with choice because at this point you can recruit guild members and trying to figure out where you're going to put these guild members to give you the benefits of the game can be daunting. And the guide that I'd been using that I sent to Josh to help him out kind of help, uh, helps alleviate that some so that you could at least figure out, okay, well, if I put like I put all of my guys in the library guild, which gave me a really powerful light spell that the guide said kind of trivializes the game. Um, there's also stuff that said so that you can get talent points quicker, which really helps make the game a lot easier. So I don't know. I mean, I wonder if Pascal would have enjoyed it more if he would have had the guide.
3: That's fair. I wonder if we'll get a Wheels review, like Mm. a a second opinion.
1: Yeah, because Wheels.
3: So we want him to hate it, though, right?
1: Yeah, no, Wheels. (laughs) That's how that works. Uh, We want him to hate it. Knowing Wheels will probably like it.
0: Oh, that means it's bad, though. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) We don't want him to like it, Kelly. You don't understand how this works with Wheels. I'm sorry. You're newer. But we want Wheels to hate the game.
1: But Wheels is the Saga fan.
0: Oh right! So that's good. Um, is this like the only exception?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't keep the exception the, to the wheels rule. Exception <laughs> to the wheels rule.
0: <laughs> Anna, can you go? Someone's at our door. Oh. I think it's. I think the painting guy came today instead of tomorrow. I will be there shortly. So I gotta. I gotta wrap up because we have a contractor at our front door. But. Um... We have a we have one piece of feedback, which is telling Anna that you can or that Anna's right, and that in the Alliance Live you can seal arts later on in the game. But that's for Pascal really. So. Now
2: mm-hmm.
1: well, I found that too. It's in the in the game um, guide or yep. help menu.
0: All right. So now we got the new game releases. Just so you know, Mega Dimension Neptunia V2R is out on May eighth. Pillars of Eternity Two: Dead Fire is out for Windows, Mac, and Linux. And Steinsgate Zero. Um, on PC. On PC. So those are your new releases for the week. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. So if you'd like to leave feedback for the shoe, show not the shoe. Don't leave feedback <laughs> for the shoe. Leave feedback for the show at 608 729 We'll play it on the show. Podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. And, of course, you can go to forums at rpgamer.com and the message forums will have it. Um, you can tell us about the new site.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be our question of the week is what How do you, you think like of it? the new site? Yeah,
0: because nobody answered it last time. So, But now the site's up, so it's more salient for people. So all right, with that, uh we're gonna call it and we'll see you next week. Um until that or next week. Maybe not next week. Anna and I are going to a wedding of former Oh former site head Mistiana. So
2: Oh uh, ah, Yeah, that's so nice. I don't think we'll
0: be around next week. But we see you in two. So um we'll catch you then. So until then, bye everybody.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.